drive-by year. The drive-by year. Welcome, fellow humans. It's like, it's like, yeah. Just fucking shit. Welcome, fellow humans. What's good is the Brown Steve Jobs mixed with Steve Austin. Look upon my works, all you mighty in despair. I am Ozzy Mandius, your host. BX, what's good? Reporting live from the Phantom Zone with the Gostoso of the Lost Borough, founder of the Zach Vengers, Clown Prince, and the only mutant in Westchester whipping the M3, cuz. Oh, man. Oscar oh, winner back for. Dab. Yikes. Wait, he just dabbed? Oh, he just Hulk Hulk Oh, just... my God. <laughs> He said uh, Hulk ass. Dub. <laughs> Hulk brought it back. Dub. The, Bruce the, Banner the, ass. Already the first old brother of the episode. But yeah. That's a world record. Yeah, I think it is a world record. Oscar is. winner for the best extra motion picture. Working 14,605,000 hours a week. <laughs> Magneto. Basically. Basically. And all the way from... All the way from Rockaway, New Jersey. Hey, the president of the Boston Celtics. <laughs> back. DC Lean correspondent, back. <laughs> king of the gulag. You do not want to one v one him. My rival in the bait. Zoom, gentlemen. Hello. You are chilling with villains. Yes, sir. What's going on, y'all? And we ready to bring our guy in? We have a special guest, everyone. Special guest. I sent the invite, but I don't know if he, <laughs> he is in. Like, oh, yeah, he's like, oh, my uh, fault. I took a nap. I took a nap. I guess while we wait, shit. while we wait, I could just, I guess, get a vibe check. Is everybody all right? Like, how y'all doing? All right. Yeah, all right. You know, same all old. Right. Working, um, working, coffee. working. I Waiting. guess we could talk about some breaking news. That hasn't come out. Nothing's come out. Yeah. <laughs> it's been fucking slow. Um, oh, the only real thing um, is the new Batman trilogy. Matt Reeves Batman trilogy is rumored to have another Joker uh, in it. <sighs> I'm just like, okay, I guess. <laughs> like, I, I just, I just want to see more, more villains because I feel like Batman has such a such an expansive row gallery, such a dope, like, A1, A-listers. Right. You know, it's not just, like, B-listers. You're like, oh, I really don't care about this villain. You're like, are you, I'm sorry, I have a question. Go ahead. Uh, he's in this Batman movie? Coming no, no, up? no, no. Uh, oh, okay. Like, like they're going to, they're going to, um, what's it called? They're going to tease him for either the second one or the third one. Uh, Which villains are confirmed for the first one? Um, Cat, well, would you consider Catwoman... She's a villain first. She's fan. probably gonna be. She's probably gonna be a villain for the. She's first a villain movie. first. Okay. Um. So her, Penguin, Penguin, Riddler, and and Riddler. Penguin. Right. That's Riddler. a. That's but, a pretty. That's a solid cast. Honestly. That is dope. That's like bad. a. And the, but the thing is, um, Colin Farrell was actually on an interview and he said that he doesn't have like that big of a role in this movie. So I'm assuming he's more of like a like a maybe, setting maybe, up and like helping out. Maybe like, he's funding Riddler or something like right. that. Right. So and he'll maybe be like one of the bigger bats for like the second one, depending on how right. things work out. But if it's if it's Riddler as the very first one, I'm hyped for that because I want to see like a dope Riddler on screen. Like we got it in Gotham. I think like, she's I thought, gonna do I thought a good homeboy, job. Yeah, Paul Dano. Yeah, I think so mm -hmm. too. The, like just seeing his acting prisoners. prisoners yeah, too? yeah, prisoners, bro. It's gonna, it's gonna be very, Fire. very like very he, he sold like, he really like delivered in that movie. If you guys haven't seen it, uh, listeners and and anyone here, uh, 
definitely go check that out. Jay Gyllenhaal, Hugh Jackman, fire. A great Five. what if. A great what if. A great what <laughs> Mysterio if. Mysterio Wolverine. Wolverine. <laughs> um, but no, so yeah, that, that's that's pretty much the only like real thing that that popped up. Well, to um, right. we'll, oh, we'll get into it. Out. Yeah, go ahead. When we do our draft, is the Joker out? No. Oh, he's he's officially uh, a candidate. For, he's a for, candidate, right? For the DC yeah. team. Stainless. But, Yo, yeah, me, guys. Me and, uh, me and Magneto about to hit you guys with some heat. The 2020, oh, yeah. the first, can, the the first official and only comic book film draft will be coming soon, along with the video Hopefully. game podcast. Hopefully, well, sooner than a video game podcast. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably be sooner. Than that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Let's be God. honest. It's really gonna be sooner than the video game one. Nah, because but... I mean, if well, if we don't do it in person, we have we want to do the video game po- podcast in person, but we also want to do the draft as soon as we come back, like our first. The yeah, draft right. has to be in person. Yeah, yeah, that has to be in person. Yeah, that has to be the. I want gonna, that. Like, I think we all want that to be the first one we do in person again, right? Yeah, for sure. Like, so that's so that's our comeback fall, episode. It's, gonna, it's gotta be. But, well, y'all uh, ready come. to chill, my guys? Because my guy is ready to. Join. He's here. All right, let's do it. Admitting. JB, you're running point. Introduce our guest, sir. Sounds good. Hey, hey, what's up, up man? Hey. Hold on. So, everyone, our guest has arrived. Um, oh, no, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're already yeah, we're live. live. Don't not, say anything hold incriminating. On, hold on, hold on. Just before, before, <laughs> don't say anything incriminating. Before we get started, you weren't late. We were late, but yes. we just wanted we just wanted you to hop right in. We're Latinos, so like automatically, <laughs> we're late yeah, to everything. Well, Hey, I would say all brown people will show up on their own time, you know? <laughs> exactly. Right? Exactly. Like Latino, Indian, whatever. Like, hey, we just, we don't, we run on brown people time. That's how we, right. <laughs> brown people time. That's right. That's right. So here today we have our guy, Steve Kassan, uh, actor slash director slash producer slash writer. Whatever you oh want, goodness. he can do it. Is that right? Did I miss something? Or did That's I, all know? true. That's all true. Even if it's a lie, no, it is true. It's true. So, yeah, man, like, I'll give you the opportunity, obviously, to introduce yourself, what you do. I want the moment you were born till now. <laughs> give me all the details. All right. So I was uh, born on Krypton, then came over to Earth and decided, mm-hmm. what am I going to do with my life? Uh, you know what? I thought... When I arrived into North America, I said, you know what? I looked at TV and I said, I want to be on TV. I want to be on the big screen. I want to do that. So right. that's what I decided to I ride the ride the lightning bolt, as the old Macho Man says, and I grow my own Macho Man beer right here. Yeah, yeah, he got the quarantine yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah. Quarantine <laughs> beer. Ain't no quarantine beard. It's, <laughs> it's just a regular beard. It's the Macho <laughs> Man beard. Macho beard. So I Love said, it. yeah, get in. Do all that, and yeah, as my man said, I am a, uh, I'm an actor. I also write, uh, help produce up here in Toronto, and uh, and still going on, still there going you go, at, man. still going. On. So, so Toronto, like, how, how is how is Canada? Have you lived there for a very long time? Have you lived there like pretty much your whole life? Yeah, I've been here for the past uh, since ninety uh, one. Oh wow, ninety one. Yeah. I wasn't even born yet. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> 91 damn so how, how is it have you have you ever been to new york city you ever you ever came to new york the thing is that uh i used to live in uh, dubai just for a Ooh. bit because my dad he got uh, he got like a construction uh 
job over there. Got you. And because uh, they were working at the airport and everything, it's all all the way in the uh, in the Emirates in Saudi Arabia. So just living there for a bit, lived in London, and the things that we all decided to well come to North America, come to Canada. But our sponsors and everything, they were in Staten Island. So we lived there for a bit, like in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Then all our family moved up to Montreal. And we went to Montreal first and then came over to, to Toronto. Because the, the thing was, uh, in Montreal, it was heavy in French. And, yeah, uh, I, so, yeah. and the thing is that well, my parents thought, oh, when I come to Toronto, it's more predominantly English, but mm-hmm. Canada is a dual language you know, with French and English. So in a way, I don't know. I, we still travel back to Montreal because it's our first place. So it's kind of like going back home. In the yeah. yeah. Um, is there a big Indian community in, in Toronto or not really? Yeah, Yeah, there is. There is. Yeah, there's a lot. There's, there's a That's huge dope. community here. So. Yeah, man, I, w- I want to go to Canada so bad. Like, I know yeah. I've, I've been to Montreal. That was yeah. fire. Yeah. Montreal, Montreal is Montreal type. It's yeah, it's time. really cool. A lot of bars, a lot of cool spots to check out too. And that that's what you were like. That's what like, oh, yeah, awesome that was the main. Bars. That was the main <laughs> worry for me. I was like, as long as it has places I can go to drink, I'm fine. No. Montreal <laughs> does have a good like club scene. Yeah, it does. It's pretty dope. And is the is the stereotype towards Canadians what it is? Like, are they actually like nice people like that? I've only met probably like two, three Canadians in my entire life. Every Canadian uh, I've met has been super nice. Yeah, they're more they're more chill, more chill than uh, I'd say than, us. than Americans, <laughs> than, uh, than us, than you. Well, it depends. It depends. Every time caravan rolls through, like we get a bunch of Americans come up. Mm-hmm. So, as long as yeah. everyone's chill, it's it's all good. Right. Cool, cool. So, 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 so when you get with rowdy people, you know it's like you never know what's gonna happen. Right. I got. I gotta ask. What What does that shirt say? Oh. I think I, I think I know. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Where, where, did, where did you get it? Uh, I've been, I've been was, looking uh, everywhere. So this was for the uh, SniderCon uh, F uh, SP oh, okay. um, campaign they run. It was for I think uh, alongside New York Comic Con too uh, last year, I would wow. say. And uh, yeah, I got I got all the shirts. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's damn. Yeah, that 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 shirt is so. I either want to get that one, or like I want a customized one that just says hashtag Snyder Cut released. Like it's, okay. it's, point, it's pointless yeah. getting one that says hashtag releases Nighter Cut because now, now yeah. he's <laughs> repping the same Avengers from Toronto. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But you know what? Like, release that hashtag. It's that's unprecedented, man. That's like a yeah. moment in time. That, that's gonna it's, live it's forever. History. It's that's history. Gonna live yeah. forever. Yeah, we should... you honestly can tell your kids about it. Like, seriously. That's what I was yeah. thinking today. Yeah. Hey, come on, like I. I still can't believe it. Yo, I said that. I said that exact thing. It's been it's been three weeks since the announcement. Yeah, weeks already. Three weeks already. It's been three weeks. Crazy. I'm so I'm so shook about it, yo. Like Like, I was looking at all the. Yeah, three years ago, like someone tweeted this and was like, "Okay, sure, sure, whatever." And it built and built (laughs) and built. Whatever. (laughs) We knew like something. I can picture someone just being like. Yeah, imagine, okay. imagine that being that guy that started the entire movement that said hashtag release the Snyder Cut, and then he sees all this shit happening. Can we like, find that guy? Yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah. There's one guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Steve. Do you know who it is? Uh, it's. Uh, I think the handle is a movies movies by mayor. Oh, we follow him. We know him. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. yeah. So wow. he's the first one. He was the I very first one. Like to tweet that. Wow. Oh, wow. So I know. Um, there's one girl, Fiona. 
Yeah, like, I know, I know Fiona. Really, yeah, he's the one that that really like, pushing for it. <laughs> yeah, I would always, I would, cause I, I'm big on Twitter. So whenever, like, I would always go like hashtag release Snyder Cut, and I'll go see like what's trending, what are people talking about, and I'll always send all information to them. They're yeah. like, "Where are you getting this shit from?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, all the Snyder heads yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, like, that's sources. where I'm getting it from." I'm like, but the the day before the announcement, I had told them I was like, "Yo, it's happening tomorrow. Like, it's happening tomorrow." And so I watched, the, I'm sure you watched the live as well, right? Zach's yeah, commentary yeah. and then Henry joined. So like, what what was going through your mind? Like when, especially at the point where he was like, remember like he took a brief moment. He was like, ah, like, I don't know about it. I, I, I yeah. can't release it. Did you have that same moment of what the fuck are you talking about right now, Zach? Like, <laughs> feel like, we're like to me, yeah. Cause to me, seeing Henry was the biggest bomb at the time. Yeah. Right. Cause Last, because everyone last remember, Ben tweeted, Gal tweeted, but yeah, the entire Justice League tweeted. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what changed Same. everything. That's what when changed they, everything. When they endorsed it, it was insane. Yeah, it solidified the the existence of it, to say right. the least. And 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 Ben, even when he after it was released, like Ben was like when he released that video and he said, "I, I regret I couldn't make it on the live." I was like, dude, if he joined that live, I think I would, I think I would have freaked out. If him and Henry were there, I'd have been like, oh no, I don't, I don't know. I would At least he had time. Henry though. He had to have Henry. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah. It, it fit in. It fit into the whole presentation of of the reveal. Yeah. That Man of Steel. Yeah, like, and it was, it, it was Superman. He, he right, full circle. Superman, for, right? Full yeah, circle. Our so Superman. for me, like, yeah, yes, yes. our <laughs> Superman. Well, me, I don't like, know. Steve is from Krypton. Exactly. Steve was saying he was from Krypton, so well, he's just another mm -hmm. Kryptonian, though. Exactly. Oh, hold on. Yeah. What do you mean by just so, another Kryptonian? Just <laughs> another. Just another Wait, Kryptonian. I mean, I'm so, in the zone. so, so <laughs> we, we we messed up before. So, you know, you introduced yourself, but on, on this show, everyone is a villain. So by the mm. end of the show, you need to select the villain that you want to be. All right. Or yeah. if you can't think of one, we'll put we'll label you one. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, I don't want. I don't want. He's like, nah, I'm gonna nah, 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 think about nah, it the whole time it. now. I got it. Uh, from anything, you're, you're chilling. Like any, any kind of villain, anything. It doesn't matter from if it's comic any, book. From any iteration, exactly. Any kind it could of be Hannibal ever. Lecter. It could be. Yeah. I know. I know you're into WWE, so we'll get into that later. So you could be even uh, uh, someone who's playing a, a heel, heel character. Yeah. Heel. No, yeah. <laughs> gotta go one of one of the best ever from WCW, Big Van Vader. Oh, okay. Oh. There you go. The man from the smoke nice. If you don't Very know nice. who that is, yeah, WCW? the man who fought Sting all the time. Yeah, oh, I love yeah, that's the guy yeah. who fights Sting. Yeah, man, him oh. with the mask. WCW was my that was my promotion. WCW was the fucking shit. Yeah, that was it, <laughs> they they took a lot more risk than the WWF at the time did. Right. It was a lot yeah. more underground and stuff. Like it just felt cooler to watch all these characters especially that's where booker t came from i think mm -hmm. as well yeah. as scott snyder like guys well, like that and all that well steve aren't you currently working on a, a show uh dark side of the ring right yeah that's just uh that's just uh, wrapped up on it's on vice tv and, and you can find all the episodes on youtube so. oh yeah. nice <laughs> no man <laughs> rick um so it's like youtube for free no subscription yeah. go watch it <laughs> And the thing about that is uh, that season two, we wrapped up, we did season uh -huh. one and this, it basically tells all the stories, like all the tragedies mostly, right? But all the stories about, about all uh, wrestling, uh, wrestling stories, wrestling figures, 
and wrestling individuals and personalities. And the thing is that it's sort of like a docu-series. Right. So you get the interviews by the, by the folks you get from Jim Ross and everyone you tell them. Yeah, the story, I right? see that. I see him on the cast. Shout out to Jim That's, Ross. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Jericho, Chris Jericho, he uh, narrates season two. So that's, uh, nice. Oh wow! That's what just so, happened. So for me, like I don't really know anything about wrestling. I've never watched it. Oh, my God! So, like, this guy out of here. Can I? Uh, yeah, go ahead. So can, can I? Uh, can like someone like me like be able to watch this and like be like, yeah, and like understand what's happening and the people and everything? Like you give introductions, I would assume, right? What they do is that because it's a documentary series, it's also, also I would say a, a journalistic television series. Okay. So meaning that uh, if you're a fan, like it gives you the basics. If you're not a fan, like yourself, if you don't know these stories, if you just heard these characters and everything, it gives you the entire rundown, but it gives you sort of like almost a murder, um, murder mystery and also inspective, uh, as I mentioned, uh, journalistic viewpoint of it. Okay. So, cool. so you are watching documentaries as these episodes like for instance uh jimmy snooker oh, and yeah now there's a, a there's an impending yeah superfly <laughs> yeah but there's an impending case because superfly apparently murdered his girlfriend back in the day jesus christ so the episode <laughs> spoilers like, oh. no but that's the thing right like it's it's, it's real life yeah no, no, no. Wow. it's it's an it's impending on, case it's on youtube and, uh, yeah, you yeah. can. Uh, it's all on YouTube. It's oh, I'm gonna check like, this out. It's on Vice. Vice promoter produced it. But okay. all, someone put it all on YouTube anyway. So that's one. And also, like, what led to it. And this season started off with Chris Benoit. Oh, and that was goodness. a two-part episode. Yeah. Yeah. But looking with Benoit is also looking at Eddie Guerrero. And also the head oh, viva, viva la raza. Viva la raza, right? I'll tell you something. Are we, we going to need to have a pot about this? It sounds like everyone's getting <laughs> yeah, very nostalgic. So, now. yeah, Steve, Steve we, were, we were thinking of whenever we do do that, we'll have you back on because you clearly, you know, you're a wrestling fan. But speaking of Eddie Guerrero, like the one clip I always go back to was when he first won the WWE Championship oh, against 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 Brock Lesnar. That was at WrestleMania, and then, right? I think. Yeah. No, I think, no, 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 was, oh, no way out. No way out. It was that No Way Out. And and what's it called? I remember it was like everyone knows that, but back then, like even though it was scripted, it's like you still have those emotions. It's entertaining, like, yeah. It's, it's yeah. like, and especially back then, like Eddie was the underdog. Everyone's like, yo, Brock, Brock was just tearing everybody yep, apart. And he came up. And Eddie, yo, Eddie went, he, he hit him with the, you know, when he was the on the five top. five-star frog splash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that wasn't his move though. What'd he call it? Yeah, that was the frog splash. It yeah, was it? Uh, yeah, yeah. RVD. Yeah, right, that, yeah. He called it the like, five-star frog splash. <laughs> Yo, but I guess but, that's yeah. what's always like driven me away from it. Cause like I was, I was always like, oh, it's like so scripted. It's not real. <laughs> like, but then yeah. now I'm like, I see what you mean though now. Cause it's kind of like, it's like, it's just like a TV show. Exactly. Like Dude, everything it's, scripted. It's just like it's just, right. a live I, TV I, I, show. That's what it is. Right. Exactly. That's cool. Exactly. That's cool. That's cool. It's more like interactive sports. Yep. Right. It's, like, yep. right. Right. it's presented as like a sports <clears throat> event. Mm -hmm. That's dope. And the thing is like, imagine like UFC, but 
the thing about with yeah ufc it's all real and everything but but the thing about ufc and like boxing and all that is that a match can a fight can be done say one punch right right everyone's gonna punch yeah. his chest wrestling it builds the drama builds the emotion yeah hell yeah and the thing is that when you get two guys in the ring that knows what they're doing when they can draw on the crowd and everything dude then that's that's not a wrestling match anymore. You're watching like say something out of a movie. Respect right. Yo, the the Rock and Stone Cold. Oh, oh I was Jesus about to Christ, say that, bro. Oh At WrestleMania God. 19, like, I think it was. I oh think. Oh my God. They they, they 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 fought three times at WrestleMania, yep. and Stone yeah. Cold had beat him twice. And The Rock was like, "The one thing I still have left to do is beat you at WrestleMania." Yeah. Yo, Yo like seven Stone Cold stunners, bro. <laughs> seven Stone Cold stunners. Rock and uh, Hogan, they was in Toronto. Like I was there. Oh, and yeah. the thing that when you watch the match, when you watch it like on mute and everything, and you just watch these two have a match, it's not all that great really? because it's just basic. But when you put the volume back up the and you hear how they how they work the crowd right how they worked us yeah and when everyone like nobody knew how much like we loved hogan back then and then when hogan came out it was a big shot you can see it in rock's face and good on rock is that rock he knew what it was so they flipped it so now uh -huh. hogan became the good guy rock became the bad guy rock was the hero yeah, yeah. It. yeah. Until he hit the people's elbow and then everyone went wild. <laughs> Bro, because The Rock is The Rock. It don't matter the if he's like, exactly. he's, he's just always an asshole. So whether he's portrayed mm. as the face of the company or the heel, he's always number one. The he most electrifying matter. man in <laughs> sports entertainment. Yeah. So speaking of, speaking of The Rock, how mm. do you think he's going to do as, as Black Adam? You think he's going to kill it? Or how, what are your thoughts on that? I had this combo on Twitter. Like, <laughs> the thing about Rock is that I think it all just, it all depends on how what Rocky wants to be. Right. Like, when you watch, see when you watch San Andreas, right, or something like that, like Rock is sort of like this persona we know we think he is. But when right. you watch something like say even the first Jumanji, or even I say Rampage or Rundown, right, mm -hmm. you see Rock like actually. Oh, Rundown. He actually yeah. give a character, right? Right. right. Yeah, he's yeah. actually playing a character. Sometimes he does some movies where he flip flops between the rock persona and Dwayne or something like that, right? Right. So I think it, it all depends on how he wants Black Adam to be. Like this, Rock can Rock can be like a compelling actor if he wants to. It yep. depends on what the project is. That's right. I think if you look at Rampage and the fact that he he's actually working with a CGI character. Right. But there's something about that performance with Rock. It's, it really resonates. And you can really, if you do pay attention to it, like there's something there. Oh, got but it. when you watch something like, say, or even the first Jumanji, mm -hmm. when they go into the game, you don't think that's Rock. Like you still believe right. that's that kid Spencer, right? Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Whereas Jumanji right. 2, like you can see Rock is like, More he's trying to be Danny DeVito, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So My favorite think, movie yeah. with The Rock is uh is Walking Tall. Yo, I was just gonna mention yeah. that. Dude, he killed it. Yeah, he's he killed it. Yep. I haven't seen that one. So yeah, Walking Tall is a, it's a so throwback. Big. It's back when he was like he was still big, obviously, but like he was like slim. He was like yeah. slim. Yeah. yeah. Remember the Brazilians, right. Junior? Yeah. And he fought like he was doing capoeira. Like, oh, vou quebrar sua cara, <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> gostoso. Yes. Yeah. 
but no that that's a that's a great point though but like especially judging from the way he posts on instagram like while yeah. he's working out and like he his very first thing that he posts like the dc universe like there's a new hierarchy so yeah. you could tell like he's getting invested in this character and i uh, he's to your point for a, a minute Right. I think he's really going to be like, okay, like, especially with how the DCEU has been, he's like, I need to like, wow, everyone with this performance and with this movie. Yeah. So I think I do think he's really going to do a good job with it. Um, I think that's, that's if, he, if he really goes at it, he can, he can give something. Well, we haven't seen what Dark Side's going to be until next year. Right. But, yeah. but we know how, how, they, how Thanos is with Endgame and Trinity right. War. So I think if Rock really goes at it, Black Adam could surpass that. Wow. Wow. So that's what Black Adam's supposed to be. That's right? a great that's a really interesting take. Yeah. That's what Black Adam like if Rock's like investing so much yeah. and he's getting tough and he's getting swolled up. Like this is a this is a a presence on screen, right? So it's gotta match it's gotta beat a CGI presence like Thanos. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think with Rock and how Black Adam's gonna be? Yeah, that can that can totally demolish. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> so what did you think of Shazam? It's a, ah, thank you. Let's go. Let's go. Right. It's just That's like it. it's just there. <laughs> Some parts of it are okay, like all the horror elements. Right. Those were fun. Those were cool. Some things were like. Okay, like I know this is for a specific audience, right? Right. Exactly. And yep. that's so. Yeah. It is what it is. Shazam is there. It's that's, it's fun. That's, it's neat. It's but there's right. some things that are there's some things that are really good out of it, like the whole Foster thing, and actually all the good parts for me. What I liked was when he was not Shazam, when he was just Billy Bastion. Ooh. When I was yeah. a kid, because that's that's more compelling. And really. Freddy. But, and Freddy. Don't forget Freddy. Yeah. Freddy, yeah, Freddy exactly. was the best. Yeah. Freddy so was, when they turn into like the Shazam kids, it's almost like Power Rangers. Yeah, that's, that's hey, what I'm saying. Like I, yeah. I want and and kind of how you're talking about you want the Rock's Black Adam to be this like Thanos-like figure. Like I want him to completely demolish that family. Like mm-hmm. like two of them have to die. Like Jesus I'm Christ. That, yeah, no, kids. two of them have to. No, I don't care. Like that's how <laughs> that's how empowering the rocks Black Adam he's, has to be. They're, like, gonna, they're not gonna kill any of those kids. There's no fucking way. <laughs> but they're not but then, kids. They're like the the super, yeah. they're kids. Super kids. But then how do you learn consequence, right? How do you Yo, learn anything like without right? Exactly. Right? What what about like, the how, consequences, how Mark? Exactly. Like you gotta be an alternative. You know, it's like like to go back to wrestling. You can't. Not every company can be WWE. You right. gotta be something else. You gotta be ECW. You gotta be WCW. You gotta be. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're you're saying are 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 you saying Marvel has no consequences? Is that what you're getting at? Where? What? What for? <laughs> you gotta sell toys, right? Hey. Ah. <laughs> Which one? So you gotta. But that's that's what they do, and that's fine. To yeah. me, what Marvel right. did these past ten years, that's like uh, the uh, the '90s Disney Renaissance, right? With Lion King, Aladdin. Right, like Beauty and the Beast, oh, Little Mermaid. Interesting. Yeah. That's that's the new Renaissance for them, and they did great. They, but they had their time. You had your thing. Right now, now we see the original plan. It's nice. Yeah, you gotta right. see something else. You can't be the same thing. That's what we always said. Like you know, we would walk out of Batman vs Superman like 
this was great. Like, what are people talking about? And people like wanted them to follow like the Marvel Marvel formula. Like, oh, they should have done single movie, single solo, 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 and then build up to it. But like, we already saw that. We just yeah. saw it happen with the Avengers. Why do we want to see that and it, again? And those same just people with the Justice been, League. Yeah, those same people would have said exactly what you just said right there. It's like yeah, we just saw Marvel. this. They're copying. They're copying Marvel. This and the so, other. So, and yeah, they said it was, the same thing about Marvel when they started. They thought that like making a universe was a bad idea. And then look at where they're at now. So right. why couldn't Snyder start something new and do it differently? Exactly. Always ways to tell a story. Right. You just find exactly. a way to tell it. Exactly. exactly. And and the thing was, you know, Zach wanted this five story arc. So so that that's another question, Steve. So what do what do you think? Are we gonna get? Are we gonna get his full vision? Do you think eventually? Like, or does that all depend on how this one does on, on the the Snyder cut? You know, the funny thing is, is that nobody knows what Zach has. Nobody knows what this cut of Justice League is. That's the thing that separates. Okay, let's let me backtrack a bit about this whole like release the Snyder cut and director's mm. cuts and everything. Now I've been. You got the usual scenario where okay, you make you make your movie, then you get notes. Okay, you gotta change things, you gotta reshoot things, and all right. that shit and everything. I I've. I've been under that too. You know, you know firsthand. Yeah, <laughs> it's happened. Like even though I've done like indie movies and stuff, mm-hmm. you still gotta talk to. You still have people to answer. Of course. Because everyone wants their wants the product. Everyone wants like a good product to be put out there and everything. But also you gotta you gotta trust the people telling your story. You gotta trust mm-hmm. the creators in doing. But that's always the same scenario. We we know this from time to time. Even the uh, the best example like one is a Daredevil, right? With Ben Daredevil. Ben Affleck. There's two cuts of it. There's the director's cut, which is great. Then you got the theatrical cut. The director's cut. I'm there's so a director's cut. Yeah, it's rated R. <laughs> it's it's is, crazy. And is it, is it like features. is it better? Yeah, I say it's better. Yeah, because you get it's they rechanged the <laughs> Ariel's like cuts I, and everything. And I never heard of this. Change the story. If you look it up, there's a special wow. features on it, and they tell you why they made the decision to rechange. Because yeah, rated R, it was too much, probably, right? <laughs> But Where also, can I watch this? It's on the uh, it's it's uh, for it's on Blu-ray. It's, it's uh, cool. you could probably get it on Amazon or something. Probably. Yeah. Some, yeah. yeah. But right, they tell us, you. I'm watching that. They tell you they did it because Ben Affleck was hot at the time. Jennifer Garner was hot at the time. We wanted right. We want yeah. audiences to like fall in because these two were the hot commodities. Is there is there an is there an Electra uh, director's cut? I don't, I don't think I don't, so. I don't think so. Damn. Ain't nothing saving that movie. Ain't nothing saving uh, that movie. Yeah, Electra, Electra unfortunately goes oh. goes in history as one of one of those. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Along with Catwoman and, and Justice League, and you know, it's just. But therein is that the thing is that that's the usual case. Right now, here with Zack Snyder, you got a totally different case. One is the tragedy that happened. Yeah. And the thing is that. With everything that Zach's put out, like this is a totally different movie from what came out on what In shall not be named. Dude, they use <laughs> they use ten percent. I read 10%. an article. Ten percent of Zach's work. Insane. Ten. They only use ten percent. Yes. Like that's ten. nothing. So Not we bad. don't know what Zach actually has. There's two fourteen. So except for Jason, Jason, Will. yeah, Jason, Jason McCoy, yeah. And, and, and the executives, yeah, that exactly. that that he was like, "Yo, come through to my place. I'll cook out. I'll cook out a meal. <laughs> sit and it down. Wasn't even finished. Watch it. 
Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, he showed them. He showed them a, a rough cut of of it, and it was all in black and white, I think, or something. Yeah. Like that. So. Either way, it's like Wait, the like, fact that they green lit it, and it was like, yeah, like we we there's enough traction for this to happen, <laughs> and I and we we always discuss it like, either way, whether the critics love it or hate it, it's already a win. Like yeah. we've we yeah. already won. Mm-hmm. We're getting it, and and it's going to make HBO Max money regardless because if people aren't signed up yet, they're going to sign up once it comes out because Absolutely. they want to watch it. It's it's the big talk, and it's not even out, right? Everyone's talking about it for the Three next weeks. year. Everyone's going to talk be about a crazy rollout for sure. Yeah, right? I think I think once this starts dying down, the hype, I guess, starts dying down just a little bit. I think they're going to start to give more air cut, like oh, the air cuts have fuel. Yeah, it's definitely and happening, I, but I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be like. I think. Like, I think Steve is, mo- up a is lot more of a more of an air cut advocate than a Snyder cut advocate. <laughs> oh, I'm both, man. Like, both. <laughs> both. Why? Why? Why not both? Why not both? <laughs> yeah, both. Both. They're, right. You know? No, but like it's true though because if you're supporting the Snyder cut and the air cut <laughs> was supposed to lead up to the Snyder cut, mm-hmm, yeah. let's let's get that. So he posted today. I'm, I'm obviously I'm sure you've seen. You know he posted that picture of uh, uh, Katana, Katana, and I was just, and everything. He's doing the exact same procedure that Zach was doing, posting pictures in black, black and, and white. white. And I'm just like, I'm like, yo, these dudes think they're slick. Yeah. I'm like, like a faster pace though. He's doing it like quicker. Right, because I feel like I feel like ATT was just, just like, yo, dude, like your cut's gonna come. Just wait till the Snyder cut hype comes down, and then we'll release yours. So he's like, oh, okay. He's like, and he's talking mad shit about Jeff Johns. He is yeah, like, that's crazy, right? <laughs> now's the time, right? Now, now's the time. Like you have to. That's the thing. Like maybe back then you signed your agreements and everything, so you hold your tongue, right? It's like, okay, fine, okay, right. You can't say anything, but now that's done. I'm yeah. Like, okay. Now we can get. I I can get at you. Right. right. So I listened to to both of uh, the recent podcasts you've been on with uh, Ping Pong Flicks and the Lightcast. So shout out to them. And then you you know you briefly touched on you know you were an extra in Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, I got You're one of the honest. one of the military men. Yeah. So like, how was how was that experience? Like, I know you've briefly touched on it and talking about oh, how yeah. like you saw David work and and mm-hmm. you know how that whole thing you you already felt from you were only there for a couple of days, but you already felt that what you saw in theaters wasn't what well, he, he shot, wanted, what he yeah. wanted, yeah. Oh, we about to get all the tea because, right now. <laughs> because what David was doing is that it followed what Zach was doing and that with Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, we always looked at is that Zach is trying to mix the fantasy with the reality. He's making right. modern myths of these characters, right? 100%. So now what David was doing, and being that David is so heavily into the military, being that he's former Navy oh, and wow. everything. He's, he's served, on, right? Yeah. Wow. Being on set, I'll, never, I can, I'll always say this. I'll never forget, before we got loaded up, we were in line as the infantry. The two advisors came in. They made it apparent to us, you got to be formation. You got to do right. Don't mess up because David has the utmost respect. So we spent time going in formation, staying in line and following orders and everything. We actually like actual service, actual infantry. Mm-hmm. Because David wanted everything precise. He didn't right. want nothing sloppy. And I could see even my short three days there, even all that, that David was making his military man on a mission dirty dozen movie with these characters, with the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Right. And my time on set, we were on a 
so like a mini airport hangar. That was the relief center after the Midway attack, after everything that happened. And they set up quarantine zones. They set up, they had Midway police cars there. They had all types of, uh, all military trucks and military base and mm-hmm. everything. So this was supposed to be a big deal. It was supposed to show how impactful the attack was. Right. And like how serious yeah. it is because yeah. he had all these citizens of Midway City. And I felt, it like, shows this like, how I felt like this was supposed to be like super dark. Yeah. It was. And when you and think when when you look at all of David's movies, he has a specific tone to his movies. Yeah, it's like a very gritty, complex, and all these characters are dirty and everything, right. but they all form a band together. Like one of my favorite movies from David is Sabotage with Arnold. And all those characters in there are very, they're not likable characters, but they're very, they're, they're complexities in there. And that can mirror what the Suicide Squad was. Mm-hmm. All these characters had a complexity to it. They're all messed up characters. Right, right. right? They're but the things, what, yeah, what unites them is that they all form together as, as a group to go to the mission. And you can, that's what this movie was supposed to be. But then it got changed into. I still like it. I still like it as like a, a Will Smith action movie, like like from back in the day in the nineties. Right. I like it for what it is too. Like yeah. we recently just did a review on it, and like everyone else shitted on it, but I'm just like, I had fun. I was like, this is a fun movie to I watch. Definitely had fun. Yeah. <laughs> but my question is, do yeah. you do you think? Because we know for like, I don't I don't care what anyone says. We know the Snyder Cut is going to be that much better than what we got it it really can't get much worse like it really just can't and and regardless and i told them if zach keeps his tone that he's kept with man of steel and bvs we're gonna love it we're gonna love it because if if he just follows that formula and we love man of steel love bvs (laughs) what's not to love about this so we know that but do you think the air cut is that much different that people will be like damn that was actually a lot better than what we got I would say it's different, but it fits in tone with what Zach is doing Zach, with right. his movies. And even so, with Wonder Woman, that's like people say, like, oh, like DC got back on track. And that's a dark movie. That's some heavy stuff in that movie, still. Yeah. And like, even like, I would say with David, uh-huh. old version of Suicide Squad, you're going to see a lot of things where it's like, it's a lot of things that's edgy. It's a lot of things that all, you know, all the uh, all the BS that people say it's like oh this is too edgy this is too dark and everything yeah that's right. what that's what David does that's that's his that's his thing right but you're gonna see with these characters and it's gonna push the envelope and uh-huh. it's not yeah. gonna, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be fun it's gonna be very dark it's gonna be using all the buzzwords but that's what it is that's yeah. what David does because and yeah and if you look at his movies that's in tone with his movies. Yeah, because the first gonna, trailer yeah. we got, if you remember Comic-Con, the first trailer yeah. we got, yeah, the Comic-Con trailer, everybody was like, damn, Yo. like, we're about to get some, like, weird, crazy like, shit. crazy uh, shit going on. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, I believe that's when they did the Bohemian Rhapsody. And even yeah. then, I was like, okay, cool. Like, Bohemian Rhapsody is a great song, but the, you you start seeing the, the color, the color yeah. change and, like, yeah. And that all stemmed from the reviews BVS got, and they wanted to start you know, make it lighter for the, you know, the audience. It's just like, dude, like, and now they see, now I guess Warner Brothers and, and AT&T, they see that it's like, 
what does it matter? There's a fan base already for DC. Exactly. They want these characters exactly. to be dark. They want these characters to, you know, they're ne- they are never gonna touch like something. They're never gonna fuck up movies this bad again. Like, yeah, I, I hope like, not. All right, like let's just pray. <laughs> but like yeah, because there's already set the like Snyder cut. This whole movement set the precedent. Yeah, it set the standard already. You this after we had this, like you can't you can't do it anymore. Like you can try and swindle your way around. You know, you can do some messy deals and everything, but. To right. this extent, you you can't, because now hopefully this gives power back to the creators, right? This gives right. Power back to the directors, right? And the thing is that we have to judge ourselves. We have to judge whether this is good or bad. We never know. We have to see it. That's the thing with art, right? right? That's what thing with anything you do. Right, but right? at least at least give these guys the chance to show it, mm-hmm. right? It's like exactly. It's it, with with BVS. I was just talking to I was talking to Mark about it a, a couple of days ago. Like I remember leaving the theater, and I was like, "Oh, this was good." I was like, "I, I still I wasn't a hundred percent convinced." I was like, "I was like, I need another rewatch." The mm-hmm. next time I rewatched it though was when the extended cut came out. I was like, "Oh shit, thirty extra what a minutes!" Difference, man. And mm-hmm. then I watched that, and I was like, "I was like, this movie was phenomenal." I was like, "This was a masterpiece of a movie." I'm like, "Why do they cut thirty minutes of?" important important information like Mm -hmm. it's just like that's and then people are going to judge zach's work off even though what we saw in theaters was still great it's like why don't we get the full thing and then and then i i especially hate that they the two-hour runtime of justice league they still put directed by zach snyder so so get that off because that is not his take nolan's name out of (laughs) it take anybody that that is not zach's work and like I remember I got out the theater and I wasn't I wasn't even that like mad about it. Like I got mm-hmm. out, I was like, yo, like that was all right. But the thing was, it was the hype from seeing the characters on the big screen for the first time. All together, like, all flash, the justice. Aquaman, Batman, all this. And stuff. then on the second viewing is when I saw how flawed and how non-Zach it was. And mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, but you weren't huh. thinking that already before the second uh, viewing? Yeah, because we already had this information going in, so it was easier for the audience, at least the audience that was that cur- knows about that was cursed stuff. with the knowledge of, of what <laughs> went on behind the scenes, right. going in there and sitting down and going, oh my goodness, they butchered this shit. F- from the opening shot that we got, of Superman's face. I didn't notice that the first time around. I didn't notice it the first time around. Again, I can't lie. I didn't notice it. I didn't didn't notice it. I I picked that up right away. I was just like, oh boy, (laughs) this is going to be rough. I got lucky to go to like, say a a special Wednesday early screening of it. And I was so excited. Yo, like, man, I I remember going into that seat waiting. I was so giddy. You know, right. like like I, like an anime school girl. I was so giddy about it. <laughs> and I was like, just waiting. Yeah, exactly. It was like, Nani. oh my gosh. Like my eyes bugged out like, like oh my, I was waiting for this. And then when that first screen happened, I was like, What what is this? What am I watching? Yeah, and then I when like... I walked out, it's like what happened? <laughs> what what happened? I, I, I would have just let him have the mustache. I would have just let him have the mustache. Like just open what? Snapchat video. Like man. what's the worst that could happen? They, I'd rather him have a mustache than a fucking whatever the hell that was. Like, uh, CGI has yet to as at least for 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 some reason, especially in post production, 
the way that we received this news of 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 uh, Henry not being able to shave his mustache off, you guys have to. Uh, well, at least the people who don't know that want to have a, I guess, an understanding of what happened mm-hmm. there and why it looks like how it looks, it's because they rushed the CGI house to just make that mustache disappear as fast as possible so they can yeah, process they wanted, this film. They had a deadline to yep. meet, and they wanted to meet it. They well, at least Mission Impossible yeah. was good. Yeah. Spoiler. You rushed it. That's the problem. You tried to play catch-up to Marvel. You yeah. try to make it the Marvel way, right? That's what everyone is saying. Yeah. And the irony of it is that when you do, nobody wanted it. Yeah, yeah. No. You reject it. It made yes. the less bank. Whereas if you would have just stuck with it, if you put if you were to put Zach's original movie out, who knows, right? Right. Yeah. Because yeah. the problem now, the problem was is that yeah. they alienated all the people that love mm-hmm. Man of Steel and BVS. And then they were like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And and then uh, the people that were calling for them to do it the Marvel way saw that it was still a piece of shit, and they were like, "This is garbage." So they had like no fans, so I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, exactly. they, literally, they, they, just, the they just lost everything." <laughs> like, yeah. You spent all this money for for what on on a cartoon, and not nothing's wrong in saying that not liking a cartoon version of these characters, you know, right? But the thing is that. It showed that if you just stuck with your plan, if you just stuck to your vision. Absolutely. Yeah. Like you will have, and now you're gonna, now everything's gonna backfire on you because when whatever Zach puts out, it's gonna be nuclear next year, and people who went against it originally, they're gonna think of, to themselves, man, I, I fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? I feel. I feel like a lot of we we discussed this like when the actual news dropped. We, you know, we did a whole podcast on it, of course, but. We discussed it like how many people are going to bandwagon, right? How many people are going to be like, right. oh, yeah, release oh, the Snyder Cut. And it's like, oh, can't believe like, we made uh, it this far. It's yeah, like, like where um, did you guys no. come from? <laughs> Where'd you, you guys you come from? You didn't bro? make it right. You didn't make it anywhere. Like, you just you just hopped yeah, on the hype train. The more, the merrier. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, 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 right. Every everyone Everyone's welcome, but it's just like those that have been there from the jump that have that's that next hashtag, level of respect, bro. It's right. And to have, to have people always say, is never happening. It doesn't I exist, know. right? Like yeah. I felt, I felt like, I feel you know, I was. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like when it happened, I just, I, I, till this day, still can't believe. I'm like, to this day, we did that. We did that. This, like I know, fans did that. I'm mm-hmm. still shook, bro. I can't believe it. Man. <laughs> and it's awesome. It's, it's just redemption for Zach. Like that's the whole thing. Yeah. Like all of this. Right. It's for Zach. It's for it's for Zach. It's it's really for yeah, him. It's, it's family. Like everything that yeah. they went through in 2017. Like, I feel like obviously I'm not going to speak on behalf of the Snyder's, but mm-hmm. I feel like this actually happening gives them some form of of like a closure in a way, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Because yeah. 27, like that that was probably you know their like that moment in time, obviously terrible. Probably th- their worst point in in, in their lives. And but mm. to have have us the fans just be behind them the whole way through and like, hey, no matter what, if this never gets released until the day we die, we're still gonna rep it. I think that meant the world to him already. But the fact that after that day, after Gal, after Ben, after Ray, um, Jason, after all them tweeted and it was trending number one on Twitter by far. Yeah. And AT and Warner Bros. Was like they gave him the call. They're like, yo, we are thinking of doing this thing. 
Like, I can't even imagine how he must have felt in that moment. It's just, like you said, like that redemption arc. Exactly. It's just like, it's a great story. Yeah, it makes uh, like, a great story. There should be 100% be a documentary on this sometime. And that's the thing about, that's the difference between all of this because we we know what happened to him. Right. And that's the whole, this is not about a movie. Lisa Snyder Cut represents something more, right? It represents much more than a movie to it. As yeah. In some retrospect, aside from the tragedy, it's a, a way that when WB jumped in and took this movie from Zach, it was kind of like a good thing because like all the good is done, right? Like how yeah. much is done? Like how much money you raised for? If I'm wearing awareness, yeah. And and then like you saw Zach's uh, message, right? Thank you. All yeah. Yo, I was like. I no, thank thank you, Zach. What a good man. Yeah. Thank you. Such a good man. I still I still tear up about that, man, because it means a lot, man. For sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, dude. It means so much because now you see a genuine emotion, right? Yeah, man. You see it. And that's I don't know Zach personally. Yeah. But everything man. has gone on and everything is like, how can you not feel something for this? Yeah, sure. yeah, and like I always tell them, I always no, tell good. them like, nah, yeah, dude, fuck it, like, fuck it, you, you chilling, you chilling, chilling with villains, so you could you could cry, like you could shit your pants if you want, we don't well, care, you know, maybe not that. <laughs> I mean, we won't no smell way, it anyway. Right? We won't smell it anyway. So. <laughs> that's but, the thing, no, but like all these detractors don't understand, like, right. It's not a movie. It's so not, yeah, it's that. a huge yeah. movement. Yep. And we kept on fighting and fighting and everything. I'm, we meet so many people. And if we just, and every, all the efforts we've done, like all of us have done for it, and to see his message and to hear like the true emotion about it, yeah. that's the win right there, right? And this Absolutely. Is, this is just the bonus. For it. I, yeah, I tell them, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Ex- ex- yeah, I tell them all the time, like, Okay, it's okay to not like Zack Snyder's movies because he does have a certain way of directing. Not, not everyone's gonna fuck with it, That's right? It. Not everyone's gonna like that. That's fine. Like but I, I hate yeah. like everything exactly. But I hate people that slander Zack as a person. I'm like, yeah. dude, like, how yeah. can you? The dude, how the dude is such a nice, guy. such a genuine guy. Yeah, yeah. I haven't like, even met him, like, and I feel like I know him. It's fucking <laughs> exactly, nuts, right? Like, like that's the thing. You that's, that's why he got emotional. That's why he's yeah. like, yo, that's my boy without me even meeting exactly. him. Exactly. I mean, yeah. you hear Ray talk, you hear Amy talk about him and everything. Everyone's talking thing. against him. The f- they have a message, guy. fact that Ben is willing to come back as Batman should yeah, speak ben volumes Affleck. as to who ben. this man is, as to oh, who yeah. Zach is, yeah. and how he interacts with people. Right? Like it's ben insane. Affleck. It's Ben Affleck, not some you know regular you know like he's ben affleck like he, he was, and and the role tore him apart like oh, yeah. he was loving bvs but then everything that happened after bvs he was just like because this this it, it's mentally it was probably right? me, yeah it was probably mentally so draining for him and the yeah. fact that yeah. the second like the very next day that the Snyder Cut gets announced on facebook batman instagram batman he's like batflick i'm back i'm just like <laughs> what the like that just shows the character that Zach is like the fact, and, and there's not, there hasn't been one actor that yeah. hasn't been like, yo, like even my, my guy, uh, JK Simmons, right. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm so happy for him. I am so happy that he gets to see his vision. Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg yeah. He's like, yo, 
Good for him. Lurks. Joe Mangelo. Everybody. Everyone that's worked with Zach's like, yo, good for him. Good for mm-hmm. any of you people that have him, even just other directors. Like, other directors are just congratulating him. They yeah. could probably understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Too. Absolutely. Because yeah. a, a lot of directors, unfortunately, probably have gone through that bullshit where studios are like, we want it to be a certain way to cater to a certain audience. And they fucking, like, hound on it. And then they cut. They make everybody cut, you know, shit and that they don't want to cut. That's probably very important to movies or to that movie, you know, in yeah. the plot. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, in the ping pong uh, What's what's his name? That podcast? Ping pong flicks. Chris, yeah, yeah Chris. I watched that. They kind of mentioned how like um I forgot who said it, but like because it's like a universe, there's more mm-hmm. to it than just one movie. So yeah. like they step in way more than like a regular movie would because of right. like they're thinking of the bigger picture, the bigger picture and the yeah, future, right. and mm-hmm. there's way more pressure on they, them. They made Justice League seem more like a like a commercial. Uh, mm-hmm. In a sense, because you expect more from it, you're because I understand that some some of us had left the theater in November of that year feeling a certain way about it. I particularly went in there expecting that same emotion that I went in seeing the first Avengers film mm-hmm. because that was also a moment. Yeah, and I was expecting like come even coming out of the theater after watching Avengers, I was like, oh my god, like. This happened. We we experienced this with Justice League. It felt it just fell short, mm-hmm. and we and I, I honestly felt robbed in a sense because knowing how Zach is, knowing how he works, his work ethic, yeah. and how much of his how much of his stamp is all over everything he does. Everything it, it's it's his. Like everything that he makes is his, to obviously an extent because the studio gets involved somehow. But even BVS for for yep for lack of better example. We got everything in there is his. There are certain tweaks and stuff I'm sure that that were made, especially with how we were introduced to the other members of the Justice League, which I have a huge gripe with. Outside of that, I'm fine with everything that went on. But we didn't. We just didn't get that with Justice League, and that's what's super. Um, that's what's super disappointing about it. But luckily, we live in a universe where we get a second chance. Yes, sir. Yeah. Always that's crazy. Chance. You, you like, know what you got with Justice League? You got Batman and Robin. We all gotta watch it. We all gotta watch it before it gets watching off. that. Batman and Robin before it gets off HBO Max. We should what? all watch it. When does oh, it come what a out? Shame, I lost my password. <laughs> <laughs> I'm boycotting um, HBO Max. <laughs> well, yeah, the, 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 HBO I'm not Max. <laughs> I almost watched BVS today because I almost cracked and 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 because we made a vow uh, to not watch it. Oh, until... I, didn't, I didn't know y'all were doing it. I was. So, oh, I thought so it was Steve, a group I made, thing. I made. I made no, no. I made a vow to not watch Man of Steel. I'm gonna put it on right now. <laughs> <laughs> until yeah, until right before the, the Snyder Cut releases. So like, I'll give it like a week before or even the day of, honestly. So like, I because I haven't watched either of them in a couple months. So like, just to give it like that big gap. <laughs> Well, yeah, didn't you watch like, Man of Steel during the... No, I just had his commentary on. I was at work, so I couldn't really watch oh, it. Oh, oh, right, right, Same right, thing, right. I just had a commentary on. Yeah, so, um, and I was just waiting. I was like, I, I told him, I was like, I never wanted Man of Steel to end so quick. <laughs> just so I can hear him <laughs> announce it. I was like, please hurry up. Fast like, forward. Fast forward, yeah. I'm like, come on, Zach. Oh, and then he paused it. I was like, oh, Zach, come on. <laughs> like, yeah. keep it going. Yeah, well, he will pause and say, all right, everyone, let's line up our shot. All right, let's go. <laughs> or right, like wait, wait, no, wait, he, he got up he's like okay guys hold on i'm just gonna go make an espresso i'll be right back i'm like no i'm like can we can we wrap it up so we could get the announcement but 
Nah, man. Yeah. So, so again, like we, we're all obviously super excited for it. Do you think it's going to be like a, a four hour movie that we're getting, or are we going to get a, a mini series off of it? I think whatever, I, from the looks of it, it's going to be a mini series, but that's I what, that's what a lot of people are, are, are thinking. Wow, and, I was right in my prediction. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go past, um, Capitalizing, I think what HBO and Warner should do is that you first put it as a mini series, but capitalize on that releasing on home video as one complete film, or even putting into theaters for a limited engagement as a complete film, and everything like really maximize on it because the attention is there, right? Like I know I will pay. Yep. I'm sure others will pay to go see it. Sure. I will go in and watch this four-hour movie. I will, I will yeah. do whatever. I don't care. I'll pay. I don't care what the fuck I have to do. Because it's unprecedented, right? Hundred dollar movie ticket? Sure. No question. <laughs> I'll pay. It's it. crazy. It's crazy. Like when you think about what's like I said, we don't even know what's in this movie. We know yeah. dark sides in it. We know like we have all these things all the and everything else is speculation yeah. until we see it. Really, exactly. all, all you know yeah. is it's Zack Snyder's movie. That's yeah. all you need to know. That's exactly. all I need to know. I don't care about anything else that's in it. You don't even know what. Like I know he showed a uh, picture of. Uh, Ryan Choi, uh, Adam, yeah, right? Adam, right. yeah. We don't even know if he even changes into the Adam or something. You right. know, Zach, Zach's holding everything, right? He doesn't have to, like, tell you everything. But when it drops, you know, you see what he had in mind. For sure. Zach, keep right? it to yourself like, until it drops. So Yeah, like, keep, <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, yeah, honestly. But we're going to get a trailer honestly. at some point. So there's this thing coming up. Um, Steve, I, I'm pretty sure you know about it too, right? The, the, the GC. So this thing. Yeah, I, I don't know what I, that is. I think that, and it's coming out the same weekend as Comic Con, mm -hmm. so I'm assuming maybe it's tied in in a way. Um, a lot of people are speculating this is Justice Con because Justice League uh, uh, put two and two together. Um, <laughs> change, change, it. change it. Oh, change I kind of, I kind of like it. Change but it. either way, like, and and on Twitter, like a lot of the, you know, what the the Snyder fans are saying is that like this is gonna like the Snyder Cut is gonna change everything. Like right now, Warner Brothers, AT and T are making a whole new slate of films just for just to tie into this one movie that they're, that they're releasing. Mm -hmm. So I'm like super excited. Like I'm just like like I have that same after watching BVS and waiting for Justice League. I have that same like giddy like kid feeling like oh my god I can't wait. I can't wait for the trailers. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to see what movie slate. So you're gonna watch the trailers? Wait, yeah. I'm watching watch the trailers. Fuck yeah. Ah, Steve, just, just so you know, Ariel doesn't watch trailers like at, at all. all. Uh -oh. I do not watch trailers. I, I've been the avoiding fool. trailers since 2008. <laughs> That's good. He's like, he's like, I respect it. But <laughs> so I like I was I was on the fence. Like I was like, mm, maybe I shouldn't, but I'm like, nah. Zach Zach deserves my view. My his trailers, <laughs> he deserves it. Like I'm gonna watch think, every single trailer, every single TV spot. You Dude, think he'll like, edit the trailers like himself? He should. Yeah. yeah, I think for the most part, directors do edit their own trailers. Well, I know, I know the vet. Like, yeah, like the the very first trailer. I know the Comic Con trailer obviously was his, and then the very first one where you know it starts off with Bruce on the horse, yeah, like, with the beard on fire trailers great trailers mm -hmm. and then once you start seeing red skies that that's when i realized like oh that's not him anymore like that's not that's when that's when joss was already like involved in the project 
and they and they but they were still marketing a lot of Zach's stuff. Yeah. But they never they never ended False up using advertisement. it. Yo, the one the one like thing. The like the Joker, false it's advertisement. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah, but the the one the one thing from the one of the trailers, like the no no protectors here line, that I, it was either Steppenwolf or who, whoever says it because we don't know, we still don't know who says it. But it's Dark like side. no protectors here, no lanterns, no Kryptonian. I was dying to see that in theaters. Didn't happen. I was like, great. I was like, awesome. Fantastic. <laughs> Wait, but that was that's confirmed that that's Dark Side saying that or Steppenwolf. Nah, it's not it's confirmed a, either it's, way. I don't think. It's, I think Steppenwolf uh, talking not with Darkseid, but one of Darkseid's others, uh, one of his other homeboys. I keep What's forgetting his name. He's because he doesn't have a name. Uh, no, he does have a name. <laughs> I just can't fucking remember it. It's like his little like henchman. He like, like a he's like the scientist. Like that, right? <laughs> uh, the, uh, yeah, it starts with a D. Uh, I think it's Desad. It might. Yes, that that's what it is. Desay, Desad, Desid. The seed. Change it. <laughs> what Wait, I would love to see uh, on on the Justice Con, whatever it's going to be called, is uh, so I don't when the when the Man of Steel thing happened. Like I thought, I personally inside me thought we were going to get a scene, like we're going to see like a completed scene of Zach's movie. Yeah, we had never seen before. What I would love to see, I don't know. Like, this is all speculation. This is like me wishing. Right. I would love to see the history lesson. That entire Ooh. scene. You talking the about with, with Lex? Oh, with okay. Lex yeah. the... the whole no, thing, like, uh, oh, like when what they happened? The flashback, like, right? Yeah, the flashback. Yeah. The, the mother. But they were actually fighting Darkseid. Yeah. 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 Oh, them fighting him and everything. Gonna, how they got? Nah. I, 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 would, I, I would love to see that too, but I want to see it in theaters. Like, I want to just sit there and just watch it right there, like. It's it's so Eating crazy popcorn like this. Like, yeah, it's like <laughs> we'll be seeing it on HBO, like either way on the on the screen. Right. Yeah. When do you when do you think they're gonna release it next year? Like more in the more towards the beginning, the summertime, or more towards like what did they release it the I day think, that that it was like November seventeenth? They released it on that day. I think January, February. Wow, going early. Well, they still they still gotta see an extra. Period. Right? Yeah, they got, they still got it. They still got to shoot a little bit they, more. Is that confirmed or is it speculation? Nah, they got to no, shoot. Yeah, oh, that's confirmed. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a, it's that? all added material. It's all yeah. supplemental yeah. material. Yeah. So you still got you still got whatever Zach has. Yeah. Like extended plus the two fourteen runtime. I saw like today on uh, again on Chris Wong's uh, latest episode, mm-hmm. them talking about that two fourteen cut. That's a cut down version of what Zach shot completely to show. Yeah, his his text, his right? assembly cut was five hours. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, so, I can't wait for this movie, bro. I really can't wait. Like you think about how epic this is. Like think like BVS. I remember reading a report before it got released. Like uh, Zach's original cut was four hours for BVS. The three thirty right. cut, the ultimate cut. Truthfully, that should be. The theatrical cut, yeah, that, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The four hour, we still don't have the four hours is director's cut. Four hours director's <laughs> yeah. cut. Yeah, we're, we're gonna get we're Think gonna get it. BVS ultimate ultimate edition. <laughs> yeah, like did it like who knows? We're gonna get the, the director's movie. cut cut. The re- <laughs> oh, right. 
Yeah, even yeah. like with Watchmen, like how much stuff is the is in that? Well, there's like the there's ultimate... three different cuts of Watchmen. You have the theatricals, you have the directors, and then you have like the super ultimate cut that has uh the Black uh, Freighter, the Black Freighter, which is like three hours and forty something minutes long in total. But when... like, if you're a comic book fan, like, how can you not watch? Yeah, it? exactly. So, so Steve, I, I was just gonna ask you that. How did you get into being such a big like comic book fan? Like, when when did it all start? Like, when did you pick up your first comic book? It was like, yo, this is kind of lit. I kind of like reading this. Or did you mostly get into, like, movies, like the comic book movies first, and then, like, kind of transition to the books? Well, always into comics as a kid, because I illustrate, too, so. Oh, nice. So, yeah, always into comics. Uh, to me, this whole Marvel DC thing, whatever, because I'm also, I'm a big image guy. I loved image back in the day. Oh, nice. Image Young comics? Blood. Yeah, yeah, image comics. That's uh, that's later on, right? Oh, yeah, Kick-Ass yeah. Kick is, like is more recent, I think. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, for me, it was like Youngblood, then uh, Prophet, uh, Wildcats, Spawn. That was Spawn. And like, yeah. What's, Spawn. what's yep. um what's the recent shit that uh, Vin Diesel did? Bloodshot? Bloodshot. 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 Yeah. What is this? That's that image? Also, uh, no, that's Valiant. I was that's Valiant. Oh, image. Valiant. That's yeah. right. Jack, Shadow Man, and uh, all these characters, right? So I just loved all these characters and comics in, in general. Right. So that's uh, so to me it's like and I have I still have crates of comics. I still collect books and everything. Right. I wish so, I started that earlier, like collecting. Yeah. Like from from the very jump. Um mm-hmm. but it, it, I got I would watch like the animated series, right? Batman the yeah. animated series. That's something Superman that's, the animated that's series. easier to consume, especially as a mm-hmm. kid, because it, we don't oh, have yeah. we don't have money we, to we go don't buy like, comics. And, and, <laughs> And we don't like books. I don't like reading. So I'm exactly. like, yo, just watch it. Well, damn, well, I don't like reading. <laughs> TLDR. <laughs> TLDR. Too long, exactly. don't read. Yeah. But yeah, um, you look at the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but so then yeah, so I got into it because of that. But I didn't really start getting back into the comics until Brian actually introduced me uh, to Arrow, the TV show. And it was on Netflix. He's like, yo, you should watch this. It's like mixed in with like, you know, Batman, same company. I was like, all right, cool. So as I started watching that, that's when my love for it started to grow again. I started reading more comics again. And then, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe was already out. So I'm like, okay, dope. Like, I'll start watching this. And I just fell in love, like, just this whole thing. I'm like, this is so dope. And then, you know, I hated Superman. Superman, I, I despise mm-hmm. Superman. I'm like, he is just a, a Boy Scout. Corn um, ball with Bornball. Yeah, with underwear, underwear like, suit. and then yeah. again, Brian introduced me to Man of Steel, and I was yeah. like, "This movie's fucking amazing." Ha, put you on. Because hey, I was just like him. I used to say the same thing. I hate Superman, and I watched Man of Steel, and I was like, oh, "Wow, this wow, wow, oh, wow." <laughs> I never, I never was a fan of Superman or Captain America, but First Avenger, Winter Soldier, Man of Steel, that changed my whole. Yeah, outlook on, on everything because yeah, they soldier, they yeah. got him right. Like Zach yeah. got this character. He got the thing about Superman is that everyone gatekeeps Superman into this marketed product of Superman. They yeah. all want this uh, this fabrication of Superman. But the thing is, what Zach did is that he focused on the man, right? Not the super part. Right. He focused on the man. Yep. That's what he made him so great. On Cal, Cal El. And that's that's what everyone forgets apparently. Yeah. And and even they even that line, that line by by uh by Russell Crowe where he was like, "We wanted you to be know what it's like mm-hmm. to be human first, 
before like you found out about your Kryptonian side because you're gonna bring these two worlds together. And I'm just like, bro, how can anyone like hate this movie? Like what? Exactly. Like that this just makes movie, no sense. This movie's biblical, man. Like it, it really are, is. And literally in that scene when he's biblical. leaving, he he he's like this, literally looking like like he's Jesus on the cross. And I'm just like, and, I'm like and the thing about Man awesome. of Steel is that. Yeah, it's very serious, but this is Superman, right? This is the first character. This is the first hero, the first superhero. How are you going to treat it as a joke? Or right. Like, even like a cartoon or anything. You got to treat it with respect. That's what Zach did. He treated it with the, the utmost respect. It's the best. This is the Superman movie. Maybe and some guy down the line, they might do something that might overtake. Who knows? Right. But Man of Steel, and, and, this is it. Yeah. And you, you made a good point with you know, this DCEU and like, or we'll, we'll refer to it as the Snyderverse um, as we always do. But like, like you said, it's, it's fiction brought into reality, right? It's these. Um, imagine Superman here. People are going to freak out. Act the same way that Zach like portrayed it. That he, it's they, a, right. Like, and we, we talked about this last time. Like we don't, we're, we don't even accept human aliens from different countries into this country imagine an actual alien from a different yep. planet like it's it's going to be the exact same thing they're going to be like yep. yeah they're going to be like um, everyone you see it now right but bvs is a reflection of our time right with the, the media plays such a big part of it they they take this uh, it's almost like a cult of personality in a way with superman in right. that movie and we see it with it even like all, all our like celebrities or even as such people we hold in like this high regard and what the media holds in such a high standard like they gotta you get all these sides like question okay let's take one person let's say you know let's say kanye right like you get all these sides talking about kanye then yay talks about this and he talks about that then he goes on ellen and when you actually listen to, to yay speak it's like Okay, he makes some sense here, but then he does stuff here. And it's like right. you don't know what's going on. You got all these pundits, you got all these people mm -hmm. like giving their opinions about it. And then in yeah. the end, you got this this really confused guy. Like yeah, he's really confused. Like, what do I do? I just wanna in the end, like you think you see him like he just wants to make music, he wants to be good, he wants to like change everything. Yeah. Yep. Right? Not, I'm not advocating, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm not advocating for Kanye or anything, but that's just one person let's take it as an example because it's a very he's a very polarizing figure or that we've made him into a polarizing figure that's right. wow because that's, we're a, all that's expecting a something i never i, I would yeah. never make that reference kanye and, and superman like that's that's actually a really good <laughs> point heard it here first, first. <laughs> that's the cult of personality right that's a big disease right there because right. we're holding these people into into the standard and something about this whole COVID period is that really what does it matter right all these folks with your blue check marks and you tell, you're telling me this and like oh hey guys like surviving covid surviving this be safe <laughs> yeah no shit i'm trying to be safe too like what are you trying to tell me like so <laughs> or like so we're this, in this together like yeah yeah oh, are, are we, we in this together yeah no, shit. <laughs> I, I don't have that pool in my backyard i yeah, mean but like, Right, it's like it's like they're recording. They're like, guys, I hope you're staying safe. I'm so bored. I'm, I'm here, isolated my in my mansion. <laughs> exactly, and it's like, and now like with everything that's going on, everyone has a has an opinion and everything. Everyone pops this, and nothing 
not to get into all it's that. A, it's but. a perfect time to speak up yeah. and also a perfect time to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on who you, you, got, you are. You got to choose your yeah, spots. Yeah, you got to yeah, choose yeah, your yeah. spots. When really all the, the people you got to listen to are the ones beside you. Right. Are the ones right. like really that, that nobody knows and nobody talks about. Mm-hmm. Because they're the ones making a difference, yep. right? The voiceless. They're the ones that really want to do good. Yeah, That's the voiceless right. like, really wants to do good. Like to, I saw this one video. Uh, this uh, this this one uh, vet. Uh, she's um, she's giving this interview, and then they actually during the interview, while protesting, they put they shot tear gas into her. Yeah. She's a vet. She has PS, PTSD, and she has. I would listen to her all the time speak about these issues, and someone, someone else is saying, "Oh, I feel bad about this." It's mm. like I, I want to do something. Why didn't you do something before? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> But yeah. but I would but you gotta listen to the people who actually matter. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you listen to you listen to all that. That's what that goes back to this whole yeah again the whole cult of personality disease. It's like who do we really have to listen to? Mm-hmm. Like who do we really take advice from? We gotta take advice from people who have nothing to gain out of it. The only thing you have to gain, you want to see gain is is that good is done. Mm-hmm. That the good thing is done. I've, I had to check myself on this. It's like, what am I posting, right? What am I sharing? Am I sharing like me caring or am I sharing the right stuff? Mm-hmm. Right. There's, and I had an, another actor friend of mine talk about uh, allyship. Like what's true allyship, right? What is being an ally all about? Exactly. It's like, are and... you being supportive on your behalf or is it on for their behalf, mm-hmm. right? So what's really going on here? It, it's great that you brought that up um, because that's actually something um, we're going to get into right after the commercial break is cancel culture. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll briefly talk about, we'll talk about that. But let's go to commercial real quick. Ariel, t- tell, tell Stephen A to bring us there. Uh, do me a favor, please. Yeah. Go to commercial. And we're back. Nice. All right. So we still have our guy, Steve, here. So, Steve, right before the commercial, you had brought up, you know, a good point of, you know, we were talking about obviously voices being heard and things like that. So recently, I don't know if you saw the news, um, the actor that that plays uh, Ralph Dibney, uh, uh, elongated man, Hartley Swear. Is that how you pronounce it? Sawyer. 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 Whatever. Change it. Change your name. Um, he, He just got fired from the show for because of some tweets that he had tweeted uh, a couple years back how long ago what were they what what was the uh uh, it was 20 it was like 2011 to 2014 i believe so he was and he was he's 35 now making him probably 27 ish late 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 20s so So old enough to know better right we were talking about this right so let's say us for example we're we're young right Mm -hmm. so like me for example i'm 23 i'm currently 23 same. So if let's say six years back, right, I had tweeted these and people finding out now, they'll be like, oh, like, you know, get this he guy. Was, he was young. Nah, I don't think so. That's my point. I don't think so. Though. Like, I would apologize. They would cut him with make, some more slack. They would cut me more slack. But I feel because of his age, like, dude, you're in your you're in your late 20s and you're tweeting this stuff. Like, it was like it's very bad. racist, misogynist, like tweets. I don't think and, it matters, man. So, yeah, that, that's what I want to ask you, Steve. You, especially, you know, you're an actor. Um, you know, let's say you have posted something 
Uh, obviously, I, I don't think you would be the one to post some something stupid, some stupid idiotic shit. anyway. Yeah. But let's say in case you did, would you feel like it was justified that you lost your job for posting tweets six, seven years ago? This is a hard issue because now companies, because of the nature of media relations and everything, right? you got to make a stand because you not only you have an obligation to your viewers yeah. and to your fan and to a fan base. Right. That's where the complication comes in. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is that. First of all, if you are going into this profession, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like a code. It's like, why, why do you want to tweet stuff, right? Why do you want to tweet your personal feelings? Out? You got to treat Twitter almost as an ice breaking conversation as giving out little information, but you got to hold, withhold stuff yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't understand how, how folks or even celebrities have think that oh I'm gonna tweet something like of your own personal feelings. No, keep keep that keep that yeah. to yourself, right? That's the yeah. thing. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. it still boggles my mind when somebody tweets something out and it stays there. It's like what gave you what goes on to your head is to say, yeah, you you know what? I'm gonna tweet this out. I'm gonna put it out there. I feel it like makes- celebrities should like think of it like as of Twitter as like having a constant interview. Like, if you wouldn't say this in an interview on national television, then don't tweet it. Like, exactly. that's, that's, it's like simple, simple to me. It's like, mm-hmm. that's what it should be. But, you know, I'm oh, sorry, I, I interrupted though. So keep, no, no, but that's, a, that's a big point. And I've heard things about media training and now social media training. Right. But it comes back to the fact of like, of even training on yourself. Right. Like, I remember like back in high school, like back then, like you know crew is like listen we keep the shit to ourselves we don't put it out there right yeah you know it's like this that's the, when you say like when you're in your living room with your friends or your boy with anyone with your crew that shit stays there it doesn't go out into yeah the because 100 go out there and i don't understand how folks think it's okay to put all this how all this out there because knowing the knowing the consequences of it. Yeah. And now you have it. And the fact that it, it just boggles my mind. So when it comes to cancel culture and everything, sometimes it gets out of hand. But I understand from from the company side, the business side, like everyone deserves a second chance. Everyone right. everyone grows. And everyone like uh, J- James right? Gunn got one. James Gunn got almost got. Oh, like no, he a, did. Right. He got, yeah. So he got fired from Guardians. Not only did back. he that not only did he get hired back for Guardians, he got hired for a DC project now. The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. <laughs> the, the Suicide Squad. So so it's like to your point, Steve, it's like he got he not only got a second chance, he got an upgrade. He got more money. So and it's nothing against James Gunn, uh, like yeah. you said. You know, people people change. I 100 yeah. percent believe that. Um, just from my own personal experience, I felt I've grown, I've changed. You know, and I look back at things from when I was 18 and I or like you know 16 to 18. I'm just like, like, like why was I doing that? Why, yeah, like, if you cringe at something you did before, that that shows growth. That shows some exactly. sort of 
some sort of maturity that you that you've that you've gained. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But but then again, like I never as a 16 year old wanted to tweet something that like like that talk, like, talk like shit nasty. about people of other cultures or or talk shit about women. You know, like I never felt a need for that. It's like, yeah, may, maybe I'll, I'll write like a like a lengthy bashing like a basketball team. But like, you know. Like, like that's different. Garbage. Yeah, like how the Knicks are garbage. Exactly. <laughs> like I would write something like that. Like I, and how much James Dolan needs to sell the team. Um, <laughs> but other than that, you know, I'm not <laughs> I'm not like, you know, bashing women or, or bashing, you know, people of color. And especially it, it obviously the predicament now is horrible for him because he's a white man, you know, talking shit about people of color in a time right now where there's. Oh, well, there is no time. There is no time. There's no, no, there's never a time, time. but but there's no, no time. there's it's never the a time to talk shit. But I'm saying if there was a time, this would this. definitely not be the time. <laughs> so and like and and again, you know, he was portraying his role, he was doing a good job. Like I think this season even centered around his story arc like a lot. And now everyone is going back to the drawing boards like <gasps> fuck. Like we gotta change this whole thing because we have to fire this guy. Yeah. Like, there's just no out in this. Like, we have to fire him because especially the CW, I'm sure, is predominantly, um, you know, a younger audience. And most of them already know what he said. So it's like if they keep him on. Right. It's a bad image. It's bad for business. And at the end of the day, it's all a business. Yeah. Exactly. The like, that's that's the main that's the main thing. Everyone's going to understand. Like, it's especially when you're going into this field, like you got to you got to check yourself. Right. You really gotta check yourself on everything, because I like that. Check yourself. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> check yourself before so Because right. so, so, he literally wrecked himself. <laughs> Wu Tang. Wu Tang. So, so like, what, what was, um, what was the first gig you got, or like, what was like your breakout moment where, like, did you ever ever have a moment where, like, you're like, okay, like, I'm starting to get into to like this this Hollywood side of things. Should I start deleting stuff or like should I check my Twitter? Did you ever go through one of those phases or because I'm <laughs> because it's all the lessons that, that Ice Cube said, like I said, man, you gotta check yourself. Yeah, yes. Luckily, like because that's the thing is, uh, well, being person of color, what am I gonna like tweet about? What am I gonna tweet about some any racial shit? No way. <laughs> Right. That makes no sense. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, a we're person just, we're of color, yeah, we're person of color talking about like a race, they'll be like, uh, like what are you, what are you doing? But really, for Twitter, it's like the only, the only times I got vocal was, was honestly because of the Snyder Cut movement. But everything else was just promoting yeah, yourself. Yeah. Because, right. because, you're on an indie, you're an indie person. You want to. That's the thing. How I see Twitter is that you're trying to promote yourself. Yeah. Twitter is like icebreakers, right? Conversation icebreakers. It's yep. like, hey, hey, look at me. Like, come check this out. Within those small back then, with all, how many characters was it back then? One forty. It was one forty. One forty. Yeah. Now you can write entire paragraphs and everything. But back then, it was I, I still feel like it's not enough. Like, there shouldn't be a limit on what I could tweet. Nah, there should be a limit. Yeah, you think people, so? People just like make like, <laughs> fucking not, like, not like scrolling. Fucking essay. Yeah, like, for real. It's the same. Memes, the same Weebay meme and everything. <laughs> right. But, but back then it was all, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, was, it was all about me trying to promote myself and everything. That's 
That's right. how I used Twitter back then. I was no and no way I'll. I was in a position to tweet my inner thoughts or feelings. Even then, like I would just revert back to, to my my training, like growing up. Don't don't say shit that yeah. you wouldn't say. Right. I feel, dude. I feel like that's just like home training basic exactly. 101. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if you don't have anything nice to say, don't shit. Don't say it at all. Like, right. If you yeah. don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. And it's just like and that 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 goes in person communication and also especially like online. Because, right, exactly. like we're talking about right now, that shit one way or another is going to come back and bite you in the ass. And, right. you know, unfortunately for, for this actor, you know, it has. Um, but, again, like we're talking about, people can change. And, and it's not to say, because he tweeted this a while ago. So yeah. he very well could be a completely different person right now. And it, it sucks that this happened. And I, I wish him the best. You know, I hope that he does get other roles after this and that this, this doesn't completely put a stain on his career you know because we we talked we talked about this with mark Wahlberg. well mark Wal- mark yeah. Wahlberg's a huge star but he has been in jail for hate crimes back when mm-hmm. he was younger but no nobody obviously nowadays makes a huge fuss about it because it's like oh he was back a kid. in the like, 80s right it was back in the 80s like it was a different time boston is apologized. a very racist town so well, it's i think like, it's very like clear that it also matters who you are too I was I was thinking that too. It's just like everybody says like it's the ah, but, it's, but, it, but it's Marky Mark. It's Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. But it's like uh it's he still says some fucked up shit and did fucked up shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think what you said uh, is true. Like back then it was like eighties, nineties, you like when we talk about wrestling, if if that same mentality would happen now, it's like because back oh, in the eighties wrestling will get canceled. Oh, <laughs> oh the rock Christ. the rock used to say some shit, man. You cannot he say used nowadays. To say some wild shit. Everybody was that wilded in the eighties and nineties. But yeah, it, people, a, people on the mics were crazy. It was it's a Nation different climate. Like, yeah, it's it's a different <laughs> climate now. Everything is a everybody is being a bit more conscious about what to say and how to say it. Which yeah. is Even which is good and bad because you get people that are actually genuinely being mindful now. And you also get people that are being a little bit over, um, oversensitive about things. It's just like, like, for example, like since we're talking about cancel culture, comedians that have to apologize for jokes. It's like, come Ah. on, dude. It's a joke. Right. Like, that's that's his job. His job is to tell <laughs> funny jokes, even if it's stereotypical. Even exactly. like like the the Dave Chappelle skit, like his latest one on Netflix. Oh come on, master! See, see did you watch? Yeah, and like he any everybody, no matter who it was, he was just he dropping was like, like anybody. He was like he was like transgenders. Y'all about to get it? Like y'all about to get it? Black do? even black even my people. Y'all yeah. gonna get it? Like everyone's that's gonna the, get it. That's the thing about him. He he was always like I'm gonna touch on everybody i'm not gonna just single one person out right everyone it's it's interesting that that you point that out because people accuse him or somebody of discriminating or talking bad but if everybody's getting it yeah exactly yourself bro (laughs) just be able to laugh at yourself but he got a he got a lot of backlash for that and i was like that was honestly like one of his best stand-ups just it was so funny and 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 we talked about Kevin Hart too because Kevin Hart, you know, he lost his Oscar hosting job because of what was it? Was it tweets as well that he said was, a couple of years? Yeah, his tweets and a joke combined. A joke. Yeah, yeah, like homophobic, homophobic. Everyone's about tweets to Twitter. <laughs> I, I think I think what the thing is, it's like, listen, like the times, 
the the rules of cancel culture change with the times. Yep. So like yeah. when and with the person you're, and, with the person. and with the person, like if you have a history of it, yada yada yada. But like if like right now, you just can't say what 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 uh uh Hartley Sawyer said. You just can't. You can't. That can never come out. Like it should never come out anyway. But like right now, just you just can't, or else you're done. And then with Kevin Hart uh during the Oscars, it was like. I think the Oscars actually eventually ended up inviting him back, but he rejected it because he didn't want it to yeah. be about him and his controversy and all that shit, which I respect. Right. You know, and and that's what like made me think it was like, okay, like, you know what? Like, I think he legitimately has grown from this because the fact that they invited him back and he was like, he's still like, nah, you know what? No, because I, I feel like don't, he's going to host it one day. Now, else. He, I think he will. A couple years down the line. A couple years down the like, line. And then he'll make but, a joke about what happened, you know, right. last year, two years ago. Of course, he has to be, but that's, well, if if you guys listen to the most recent one he did, uh, recent podcast he did with Kevin, with Kevin, with, uh, with Joe Rogan, he elaborates more on that. He says, I didn't watch it. No, I got to check it out. He, well, not to spoil it all or anything, but. Wow. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) Here we go. Spoilers, spoiling stuff. Here we go. But he does elaborate on the situation that happened with cancel culture and all that. And it's really cool to see again, like what Mark mentioned his growth as a person. He's, he's, I hope he doesn't go out and also start saying, I take the joke back or anything, but it, it's a joke. Yeah. It, it resonated wrong with certain people, but also people discovered it after how many years, you know what I'm saying? Like that's right. why you start paying attention. Yo, who's, who's going exactly. back and, and finding this stuff? Exactly. Like they have a real yeah. talent or like they have like a, a secret algorithm. That, like, FBI bro. <laughs> we're right. The FBI is like, yo, I'm going to send you this. I'm going to pay you a lot of money. And you're going to put this, that he tweeted this. <laughs> and there we go. It's and it's crazy. like, for what, for what? It's insane. But, Right. It, it's it does depend on on person timing. It, it, it is a, a, a thing. But and we're basically we're talking about canceling cancel culture. Right. Like who who is the judge? Who's the, the mm-hmm. ultimate judge of, of canceling somebody? The, the you know? public, the public, public the court of public opinion is where we were is what we're up against now. Because every like there was a time period where everybody was getting canceled like every week. Like Lana Del Rey was canceled like three uh, weeks ago, two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Something like yeah. That. Like I, she was saying so, she like outed all like the minority rappers, and I'm just like, oh my god! I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. First of all, Lana, shut up, and second of all, like, just can we not cancel? And then they then they canceled what? What's her other name? Um, the one that had the number one chart with Nikki. Um, oh, Doja Cat. Doja Cat was yeah. was canceled for like a week, but then but then cancel culture found out it wasn't actually her, and they were like, "Okay, you're uncanceled. Okay, you're all right. You're all right." My I'm bad. just like, I'm just like, like uh, oh my god! It's, so every day I'm waking up and I'm like, "Who's canceled now?" Like, I stopped paying attention to that shit. Oh, same. But yeah. but then I saw I saw like the Jimmy, uh, which which Jimmy one was the Jimmy Fallon? Fallon. Yeah. Always get the Jimmys confused. <laughs> yeah, he did he did blackface back in like 2002, and it brought up now, and people were like, "Oh." Jimmy, get him out of here. Get him out. And it's just like, oh my God. One of the nicest guys in Hollywood. I, I mean, I it, it's. Listen, listen. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It, it was for a skit, I think, on SNL. But yeah. even still, but, they should have somebody of color in the room going, yo, this is uh, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're, they're, anything. <laughs> up. 
But right, I'm guessing at the time, right? Everyone's like, "Oh, that's a great idea," and then it comes out, and they're like, "Wow, it, that was not it just a didn't great age idea. well. It didn't age exactly. well at it all. Didn't, right? It, it didn't age well. The only blackface I guess that's aging fine is Tropic Thunder with Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> oh, yeah. aging even oh, no, decent. Dude, watch that, that comes right? up now. Yeah, they no, it already Joe. came up. It already came up. All the kids yeah. on Twitter who were born in 2003 found out about it, and they were like, "Oh, get him out of here!" And then right. everybody's like, but "It's like." Why don't you actually watch the movie? <laughs> like the context movie explains matters, it. People. Context matters. <laughs> I'm the dude playing the dude disguised as another dude. So what do you it's mean, like you people? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I gotta go back and watch that movie. Um, but nah, so so that's the thing. It's like who like cancel culture is just it's getting to a point of just being ridiculous. Who cancels the cancelers? <laughs> <laughs> they cancel themselves. Oh, just canceled themselves. So that means the watchmen watch themselves. Ooh. Wow. So the questions answered. Oh that's my it. god. I got nothing else, guys. I got Ooh. nothing else. I have I no just, other questions for life. I just blew y'all minds. Eventually they'll just need each other, right? No matter what. That's that's one of the one of the fun things I love about like when I'm scrolling through Twitter, it's like seeing people who are antagonizing just antagonize each other. That's, yeah, that always puts a smile on my face. You know, I and, love it and, when bloggers go at each other. Like, right, oh, and the funny, the funny thing is, like, give me credit. Yeah, the funny <laughs> thing is, there's so much toxicity, even in the own, like, even in the Snyder fandom. Like, yep. there's, there's people. I'm like, like, first of all, like, there, like, there was arguments of what was it again? I think it was the argument of should it be a four hour film or like a six mini series? And like, they're just going at it. It's like, who cares? It's like they're getting it. Like it's coming out. I don't, I don't care if it comes out in one minute segments for like a week. We're getting it. Like, I don't give a fuck. It's a long movie. And and and, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Like, yo, did you see that minute of the side of cut that week? That shit was crazy. Yeah, that that shit was crazy. When you know, cutting out mid sentence. (laughs) Right. But but it's 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 gotten to a point where it's like, why are y'all arguing? Y'all are on the same team. <laughs> like yeah. it's it's pointless. It's really unfortunate that we that you know, for, for everything that technology is good for, it has to balance itself out and also being really shitty. Always, yeah. Always ne- always negative. And like we talk about this all the time. Like comic book fans are very, very, very toxic. Like if shit doesn't go their way, it's like or, or, or if they don't like a certain iteration of something, it's that's it. You're out of here. Oh, her hair color isn't like the comics. Get them out. I'm not watching. Yeah, I don't like care. like with with uh, Gala's Wonder Woman. They said, oh, she her breasts weren't big enough for that's her. That's ridiculous. Woman. I was like, it's like wow. Like, that is your great. I I can't I cannot validate. Cri- having having large breasts isn't part oh, of who Wonder Woman is. On. Isn't like so her identity. So on the um on one of the podcasts that that I um I listened to you, uh, Steve. Uh, it was the Lightcast one. You said you saw, you got to see Margot right in person. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> That's I wanted his reaction. I was like, did did you at all at any point in your mind was like, you know what? I'm gonna go up to her. I'm gonna look her in the eye. He's like, no, no. Definitely gave her that look. Yo, he was just waiting, right? Steve was just like, looking, just like, he was like yo, she, she gonna look at me? And uh, he's like talking to his buddies, like, yo, you think she's gonna look at us? Nah, okay, bet. Now, stand information. <laughs> I remember, bro. I remember it too, because we were all, because <laughs> all of all of the infantry, we just were like chilling there, right? Because it was in between setups, and they were having when the squad comes in, they were already like, decked out, getting 
it would have been when they were getting all their uh, costumes, all their weapons. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. All right, I know what scene you're talking about. against now. the copter. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. So we were just waiting there, and you see Will come by, and like, Whoa, wow, Will was the best. And then you see Margot like in full Holly get up. It's one thing to understand how beautiful she is on screen, but when you see her in person, that's yo. That's my son, my, my guy Steve was like, was like, hey. No, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's but, like, do you yeah, like, like, do you like, do you like Canadians or have you heard not, about the that... Snyder Cut? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about BBS? <laughs> Holy shit! Is that is that is that like a um, is that is that like a turn off for you? Like, it's like you ask a girl, you're like, hey, so what do you think of BBS? She was like, oh, so boring. You're like, oh, see ya. That, that's the icebreaker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if Margot Robbie said that to you? Nah, that she's forgiven. We can't chill. You gotta you gotta draw the line in the sand. It's either <laughs> you you, re- you understand that MOS and BBS is the yeah. only testament. Oh so you don't. You think you think I have a big nose and you think my breast stinks? I'll let that pass. But you don't like Man of Steel and BVS? No, That's no. where that's the line is strong. That's where you accept Kal-El as our Lord and Savior. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you understand Dude. that Ben Affleck represent us? That Bruce Wayne is us? Do you? Do you? I'm, I'm that's, sorry. That's like, hysterical. That's, that is so that's funny. The, that's, the, that's the line. That's, that's the true test. That's, that is the true test. How are you with this? Steve, in those, <laughs> in those three days you were filming that you said, yeah. What was the atmosphere in terms of the workday? Because I'm from what I've <clears throat> observed and, and from the, all the movies I've seen and all the behind-the-scenes stuff I've watched, it all looks cool from behind the camera and us watching it from our couches, but how hectic or how stressful or, or, or is there something that you could debunk about working on a set? Uh, I would say because of the nature of it, now I've been on, uh, I've done background on uh, say, okay, so I'll give you three, these three examples. One, I did background on Photo Recall, like the uh, Colin Farrell one. Well, Colin Farrell, right. all right, dope. Yeah, that was shot in Toronto. I did like eight days on there. And that was all like set up, go, set up, go, set up, go, because time is. Yes, we, is of the essence fun. there. Right. Yeah, for right. sure. yeah. yeah, so this was one of the big, I can't big, even that imagine. Was a big production on Yeah. Like putting all that money in. Then I also did a background thing on uh, Pixels. That was shot in Toronto, too. And this whole totally changed my mind on Sandler and everything because one of my favorite moments ever is like me and my buddies were there. Sandler, Sandman is the best, yo. He just comes. <laughs> Shout it, out to Adam Sandler. They say. Shout out Adam Sandler. Sandman is the ultimate best because he's pure chill. All he does. Yeah, he just, dude, he just goes to random parks and starts playing basketball with people. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Ooh, DK, we played soccer. We just kicked the soccer ball. That's oh, dope. Awesome. That's wow. Cool. <laughs> so chill. And that whole set was chill. The thing. That's awesome. PA, the production assistants, they got to do their job. They got to make sure things are. <laughs> right, right. That. But Sandman came up to us like, oh, how do you play the soccer shit? I was like, okay. <laughs> how do you play the soccer shit? I don't wow. know what to do. It's like, it. Adam, like, what, what do you, what do you know, mean? This, if this you've never liked a sport like, in the world. Right? right? <laughs> Have you, I don't, he's like, he's looking at the boys like, what is this? He's like, dude, all I know, he's like, <laughs> he all he knows how to do is, yeah, exactly. Yeah, all like, he knows how to do is crossing you up. All he knows how to do is ball. Now, when I go into Suicide Squad, is that understanding what the scene was. 
and seeing all of us there. That would, it would, I would say there was about 200 people when you factor in crew, when you factor in cast and all the background, because as I mentioned, this is after the Midway attack. Mm -hmm. This was supposed to be so hectic. And also in that scene, uh, if you remember from the movie, uh, Rick Flagg comes down in a helicopter. Now I told a story like on Lightcast, uh, they did this shot. They must've done this like take 12 times or something. You think about it, you got a helicopter, right? Mm -hmm. It has to stay up in the air until the take is done. Yeah. So that means when David yells cut, helicopter comes down, Picks up Joel Kinnaman, who plays with Flag. Shout out to Joel Kinnaman. Back up, yeah. Takes him back up, and it got away until they yell action. Then helicopter touches down. Kinnaman comes out, meets Scott Eastwood. Helicopter goes back up. It's got to wait in the air until oh it can God. land. This is down. one fucking scene, and it's also very <laughs> expensive because helicopter yeah. fuel isn't cheap. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. So a factor that now you got all of us infantry guys in full load up. With our, yeah. with our gear, helmets, boots. Probably heavy as shit, right? Yeah. And this is like in the summer, too. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So in bullets. Then you got all these things here. So everything was planned out. And this is one thing, like what I mentioned in those two podcasts, I'll mention here is that, yeah, I was only a background actor and everything. I was just a background player. Like, you may take my word and everything for, for not. But the one thing I can say that I have, I have an advantage is that I saw David work at handling and that he handled this entire thing. Now yeah. you factor these three days, plus you also factor all the other shoot days that David was handling. He was making a big budget comic book Men on a Mission movie, yeah. like an actual war movie, if you think about it. Mm. And also he was doing character work with joker and harley like the combination between these two because we were supposed to see a lot apparently yeah. right it was supposed to be like there was a joke like a toxic relationship a, jo right. a joker movie within that suicide squad movie like mm -hmm. jared leto said i shot enough scenes from my own movie yep and that's also, wild you got will smith and his character work and everything yeah. his daughter and all that yeah and then you got shot. harley's complexities and everything yep. and such so now david's tackling all of these yeah. And seeing David work, he held he held his composure. He he kept he ran a tight ship. Nice. He ran he ran it. Nothing. Did, were, were you able to ever get a an interaction with him? Like a one on one? No. no. Definitely no time, oh. right? He's probably like back and forth, back and forth, up and down. Because <laughs> then he got the second eighties, the third, the second. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, uh, the unit directors and all that they come in to shoot yeah, some of that. They handle scenes. all the other like yep. all the moving parts. Mm -hmm. But there's always one figurehead, right? And that's David, and that's why. That's why this whole campaign would release the Aircut and also with the, with the, Twitter, the Twitter handle, RT Aircut SS. Like right. all of us band together because, and I can see from experience and seeing David work, like, yeah, like have David have his vision out there because he put in a lot of work. He put in a, a lot of, that's the one thing about any artist or anyone <clears throat> who creates something. Like, let's say, like, all y'all. To the Chilling with Villains podcast. Mm -hmm. You guys make all of this, and then someone says, No, 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 no. What you guys are doing, it may be cool, it may be authentic, but I want you guys to change it and everything. Right. And I want to suit my needs and the needs of this uh, this hosting platform and everything. And you're like, mm -hmm. But wait, wait a minute, like what we have is a dynamic here. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. We have an interesting dynamic. We got the four of us having interesting personalities and views and everything as such. Like we all, we all come together. We form like Voltron and coming up and giving really Voltron. a cohesive. Voltron. We're really giving like a whole cohesive like a take on all these like topics and all that. Say like, no, no, no. I, I don't want that. I don't want that. If yeah. you're gonna be on this platform, right? You got to do it like this. Right. He, here's here's the script we want yeah. you to do. Here are the questions we yeah. want you to ask. Here's right? what ask Steve, the image these we want questions you to only. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, right, you're absolutely right. And and to the point where you're saying, you know, this is David's vision and everything. But even you guys, even you guys that were that were there for hours and hours, you know, just for like what let's everyone say just one scene. Yeah, everyone. everyone's everyone's there, like, and they want to see the final product. They want to see what they worked yeah. so hard and so long for. And then I remember on the Lightcast podcast, you were saying, um, you know, you went with your friend to watch the movie and you both like were like, uh, this this feels off, right? It feels what, different. What's going on? Like yeah. my buddy texts me. It's like, I can't find myself here. Oh, so he, he was supposed to like actually visually be present. Because he was there. He was oh, he was one with Will Smith, board. right? Yeah, with, mm-hmm. with, with, with the Suicide Squad. And he would show me pictures of because they were shoot midnights because of the whole action scenes, right? Damn. And they block off a section of downtown Toronto for all those scenes. So he would show me pictures of like him chilling with Will, him with the crew and everything like that. That's dope. And they're just waiting for them to go out and shoot all, all the parademons. That's another thing. You gotta change. <laughs> and and he said, I don't, I don't know I what the fuck that myself. was that we got. <laughs> exactly. It was garbage. Like, what is this? And, and that's the thing, like, disgusting. I can speak from experience, like not with Suicide Squad, but even like other films I've acted in. Like last year, I acted in this one movie. I had to drive three hours north from Toronto mm-hmm. in February. It's like minus 40. It was so cold. Uh, minus 40. <laughs> what? Wait, you said 40 or 4? 40. Oh, I'm. Oh. Oh, hey, you're freezing mid cent. <laughs> the thing is that the guy got there and we shot, I did a 10 minute dialogue. Mm-hmm. Now, the final product, they had to cut my scene out because apparently, with the edits and the flow and everything, it, the character motivations and whatnot, it's like, okay, but, but you can also edit it shorter, maybe. Right? <laughs> like keep me in there what do, you, what do you mean yeah that's the thing is that i know what it feels like not to have your work seen right and it's to me it doesn't matter about driving three hours or even the minus 40 from mm-hmm. what matters to me is that if you see my work right like you hired me for a reason i i studied i practiced right i practice 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 and the thing is that, and nobody gets to see my work, yeah. right? I did, but at least that movie is out there. Yeah. But another, I did another movie after work. I would go, we would rehearse until midnight. Then on weekends, we would spend 16 hours because there was an indie production. There weren't any much union rooms. We would spend 16 hours on weekends just to film this movie. And that's not even coming out. Not even edited. It's like four years now. That's not even... That's gonna, not going to see the light of day. On, it's just sitting on a hard drive somewhere. So hopefully it's in a hard drive. Hopefully, hopefully <laughs> so, it's not deleted. So Steve, what what's so what's your goal? Like what right now? It, what, where do you see yourself in the next five to ten years? Most like 
the goal is always <clears throat> pushing and making sure that acting acting is the full-time job. I do right. have a nine-to-five, luckily, where I can do it at home. And it's a struggle doing back, doing everything, as I mentioned with that movie. I would work during the day, go film, come home, and sleep for like three hours. And get up and wow. Dude, but like... But that's the passion you got. That's the, yeah. that's the struggle yes, sir. you got to do, right? Yes, sir. Sure. You got to do what you got to do. If you're passionate about it, yeah. you want to do it. You could do anything. Like I never, I never believed in that saying until very recently. You could do yeah. anything you set your mind to. Like you're saying right yeah. now, you're putting this time, putting this dedication in. You're like, what's sleep? Fuck sleep, because nah, you know Steve, why? Steve I'm gonna watch the Jordan doc. That's what he's not mentioning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Everyone got that well, Michael Jordan thing, mentality yeah. now. You're so, gonna so that, it's, yeah, you're gonna have yeah. the mentality, right? Like it's all. It may be a uh, fault, and like seeing like Jordan talk about it, but. He has the right man. That's why he's the greatest. That's why, yep. like, the closest to Jordan to me in my mind is Kobe because he had the same mentality. Like, you got to push. You yes, sir, it. Steve. Yes, sir. Even though it may, it may sound selfish, you may seem like an asshole. You may right. seem like, oh, like, why aren't you spending time, like, with your family yeah. or your friends? But this is you're, perfe life. you're perfecting your craft. Like, is, what, yeah. one, of, one of those things from, the, those docu from that documentary that I, like, like, even though obviously, you know, it's different with different scales, right? Like athletes yeah. and us, like podcasters, actors, whatever. It, but like one thing that really resonated with me was when they lost to the, was it the magic? They lost to the magic yeah. in the conference finals, I believe no, it was. That was to the Mavericks, to the Dallas Mavericks. No. You're talking about, you're talking about the Lakers, right? No, 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 no. The Bulls. I'm about the, the Bulls. Bulls. Oh, I'm talking about the Mavericks. Mavericks. And, and, <laughs> and his and uh and Michael Jordan's trainer goes, I right, Mike, like I'm heading All out. Right. Um, he's like, call me, call me when you want to see me. And Michael goes, I'll see you tomorrow. I was like that that hit me in so like he lost, wasn't that, he wasn't saw that it, it whatever team it was, he just saw he that team up after Detroit. He Sorry. he he saw yeah, that he team, he saw that team beat him. And he was just like, that's nah. not happening again. He's like, because usually, obviously, you know, everyone, actors, you know, athletes, everyone needs a break, right? Everyone's like, all right, like the season's over or like whatever. This, the, 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 the job is done. Yeah. The off season. Everyone has an off season regardless. And he was just like, no off season for me. Nope. I'm back. I'm back in this tomorrow because I'm just going to work on perfecting this. And and that's exactly what you're saying right now. It's like, yeah, you got your nine, nine to five. Why do you have that? Just just so you can provide for yourself right now. But you're, wor you're working your craft on the side. And there's no, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's the mm -hmm. only way you're going to perfect your craft is because sure. you can't you can't just drop everything and, and you know, strictly try and stick on work on your craft if you don't got the, the means for it. Right. So it's like you got it. You got to do that nine to five for now. But, you know, it's temporary. You know, it's like I, I got to do this to provide for myself. But once this acting thing gets going, like I'm going to shoot for, for all the way up and I'm going to make it there. And then it'll be all worth it. The grind will be worth it. One of my idols, one of my, my main idols is Arnold Schwarzenegger. And the thing is, like with him, you know, <clears throat> You can understand he has his faults and whatnot. Like you of have course. people have his opinions about the, it. the the perfect bodybuilder, dude. Exactly. Because but the thing you cannot take away his drive, right? There's one quote I always remember is that he always says there's 24 hours in a day. And in those 24 hours, you can accomplish anything. You can take you can have two hours dedicated to workout, 
or do whatever you want. Focus on whatever you do. That 24 hours goes a long way. Yeah. And if you look, if you really look at Arnold's story, like coming, coming to North America, coming to America, right? <clears throat> and using his assets. Everyone has an asset. Everyone has something to give. Yeah. He used it. And if you think about it now, you go to other countries, you mention Arnold Schwarzenegger, they know who he is. Everyone knows They've Arnold, of course. Yeah. Like he's, he's attained his goal. <laughs> If you if you don't know him from bodybuilding, you know him from movies. If you don't know him from movies, you know him as the governor of California, the former governor of California. And and like you can, you can even know him from like other stuff, like Contra. That character is based on Arnold. Duke Nukem's based on Arnold. This whole the metal Look. slug. I feel a lot of a lot of these <laughs> right. Like, Everything games, is yeah. based yeah based on like this because that's that look of like. The, that's the prototype look from the 80s carried over <laughs> the now. pro he's a prototype that's what he like, is arnold the prototype it, right? yeah like, he perfected not only his his drive his personality his voice his look yeah like, it's it's incredible what this man has accomplished yeah and that's one thing he says it's 24 hours in a day so if you put that if you take that to heart the 24 hours in a day like you can have your rest and you can have your time to do your thing. You can have your time to work. You can have right. your time to eat. You can have your time to spend with your family. You can have your time to do everything. Yeah. But you always have that drive. You gotta conquer, right? You gotta yeah. fall. You gotta fail, but you gotta. I, I just, I just. Yeah, I just feel the way society has trained us. It's always like you have a specific work date, mm-hmm. and. If you get home later from that specific work day, it's like the gym is canceled. Shot. Your day is shot. Yeah. You're not going to the gym or you're not doing whatever extracurricular activity, you know, you had planned just because of that. But it's like, right, if we if we are able, it's hard, it's very difficult. But if we're able to like train our mindset to be more, be like, we have 24 hours. All right. I slept for this long already. And then I got work till this time. You know, but it's of course, it's just, you know, getting into the habit of things. And of course, like me, like. I don't start my, my I, I have a sort of like a nine to five. Mine is an 11 to eight. So I start my day later than everyone else. So like right now for me, like it's like eight, like seven, eight o'clock, you know? So, but if I got accustomed to like, all right, even though I don't work at nine o'clock, if I got accustomed to waking up at seven, I can get so much done in my day. Get away here, fly. Um, <laughs> I can get so much done in my day, but Right now, I won't lie. I'm being a lazy little shit, but I'll, I'll get back to it eventually. Like once, once like eventually. I feel like I feel like being at home has just quarantine like ends. yeah. <laughs> once quarantine ends, that that's that's you know cross fingers crossed is when I get back to but, like my but, normal. But routine. also being at home also this time like you also take time to regroup. Yeah, right. 100%. You gotta take time to like regroup and also really focus on everything. That's what, in a way, that's a benefit with this whole COVID pandemic thing is that. It made us really think about how we want to, how do we want to plan things, and how do we want to go ahead. Mm-hmm. There's one thing to keep going and going and going, but you do have to rest. You, do, you still have to plan it out, yeah. And you still have to understand as okay, what do I got to do to make changes? Mm-hmm. How do I better myself? And how do I really, how do I really go at it? Right. It's like you think about it like plans of attack. Right. You think about it. Yeah. take that mindset like uh, how do i really attack this 100 right. so so steve we're, we're gonna start we're gonna start wrapping things up but mm-hmm. before we do what like 
is there things we should be um, preparing that that we're going to see you in anytime soon? Are there talks that, uh, of things, future projects we should be aware of? Allowed to speak on. <laughs> I, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I know oh, everything yeah. about the haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie's right well, here. Hopefully, if, if the haircut comes, you can like freeze frame and see me in that infantry. <laughs> yeah. So actually, Brian, Brian has an Academy Award for best extra in a movie. He oh, was dude. seen. He, he was seen in Spider-Man Far From Home, like the post credit oh, scene boy. where he where he lands with MJ. Right. At the yeah, end. You, you just yeah. see him at the end, like, like kind of like giving this look like a confusion. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so, like, two, two, three seconds. <laughs> you're, you're making that MCU money, you know? Like, <laughs> exactly, bro. That Feige That's money. That Feige money, bro. <laughs> so, how, come, how come the Avengers didn't like, ask you to come fight Thanos and all that? Because he, was, he, he would have been too extra. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been too easy. It he would have been, been OP. He would have looked yeah. at Thanos like, yo, I got it. Yo, I'm a good, like. Thanos would have given mean? up. He would have given him the gauntlet right after. He was like, you know what? No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Been over. Stop that snap. It's like, no, not today. <laughs> not today. Actually, they had <laughs> to reshoot no end game, bro. They had to reshoot that. The Captain Marvel shot where you see her actually intervene and stuff. That was supposed to be Brian coming in. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was supposed to be him coming in, but they, they had to. They're they like, to oh, no, no, no character uh, building. Uh, his, yeah, no ca- and the, the continuity with Far From Home, it was just too much. It was too much. Yeah, he still had his construction vest on. <laughs> His hard hat. Funny about that, like we're joking about this, but I wouldn't put it past them to do something like that. Like, if you really think about it, because think about I mean, it, they had a rat save the save the world. Think about it. Dude, I was just thinking I about that the other that day. That was a reshoot. That was a reshoot. Dang. The Captain Marvel was it? Thing. Yeah, they they added that in. Oh wow! Yeah, it was supposed to be the rat. Um, <laughs> but I would imagine see that. Like some some person just comes by, like an extra from one movie, like that from Phase Two. And right. like people barely remember, but it comes back and it just nonchalantly like stops the whole thing. It's like, oh, yeah, you saved, your, you saved the day, you saved the world. Oh, really? Oh, that's a, yeah, we're moving on now. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of lazy writing, but you know, that's what I said. I that's what I, that, that was, that's I what mean, I said. The four, that's 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 the, the that's the 14 million 605th outcome. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I guess so. That rat that but, just so happens to walk by—that's that's all part of the plan. Yeah. Nice, yeah, nice, yeah, nice yeah. excuse so, there, Mister Foggy. <laughs> yes. So, so any, any, anything we should we should be on the lookout for There's, that you're working on? On uh, Showtime uh, US, you can uh, on VOD. There's this thing called Life Changer. I'm uh, acting in it. Nice. All the cool starring it. It's sort of, if you're into body horror and David Cronenberg stuff, the, that's more in line with it. It's a very it's a thriller in that type of style okay and also dark side of the ring yep not, I'm, I'm wrestling not into wrestling so we're we're going to we don't know when yet but we're definitely having a wrestling podcast yeah, yeah. and, it's on the and dock it would our video game podcast. it would be it would be an honor to have you come back well, and do that wrestling pod with us all right sounds that's, good that's the thing about this series that everyone working on it <clears throat> most of the crew they weren't into wrestling when it first started but then they got into it afterwards, stories, right? Yeah. Like, everyone became fans. Everyone started, started using lingo. It's like, oh, let's use this gimmick. Let's go eat up the rug. That's awesome. Like, that's dope. And that's the thing. I think what, well, how you like it, even not being a fan, is that you're still learning about people. You're right. still learning about stories. And that's the main thing. It, to one thing, being a long-time wrestling fan, I always hated was that I always get looks when I say, oh, I like wrestling. 
And I remember he was like, you like wrestling? You like wrestling? Like, yeah. What's this? I, I, I was most definitely one of those people. <laughs> but Back in the past. But wrestling is the... Canceled. Cancel culture. Yeah, canceled. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm canceled. Now, especially on Twitter, you'll be surprised at how many people are wrestling fans. Because wrestling, to me, that mirrors pop culture. It's interactive pop culture in a way. Yeah. It's a, there's, a, there's a community for that. All these wrestlers, they're all their gimmicks, all the best gimmicks reflect society. Stone Cold Steve Austin reflected society in a way. Ric Flair reflected the yuppie Wall Street like thing, right? And now even The Rock reflected like certain characters of society. Eddie Guerrero, come on. Like he reflected a certain community of society. And that's that's the thing about wrestling is that the best stories, the best mm -hmm. angles, the best characters are reflective of who we are. Yeah. And you see 100%. that thing. How many fans of Sting are there, right? Like so many kids in the South and everything. And even up here, like Sting resonated with everybody. I, lo sure. I love that that Sting moment where he has a Sting mask and, and takes it off. Takes and it's it Sting. Off. <laughs> it's like. Oh, that was NWO, right? NWO. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, NWO, no, re wrestling. People like NWO. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I think. All of us as a group definitely can can check it out. You said there's two seasons, right, on, on YouTube. Yeah. So Sweet. we can we can definitely check it out, and then we'll have you come back on. We'll break it down. We'll discuss it. We'll talk about wrestling as a whole. Because I've been I've been waiting for that my whole life. I used I grew up on that. John Cena, my guy forever. Um, you can't see me, Chain Gang, like <laughs> more life. like. Basic thugonomics. Word life. Thugonomics. Word life. Exactly. Word life. Like, dude would come out. Yo, and like, he's a rapper. I don't understand My guy's any a rapper. of the words that were just but, <laughs> Oh, you will. No, trust me. Word life. I was like, what? Huh? It's the basic thugonomics. Um, you won't know, dude. Nah, yo, he's the doctor of it. Like, yo, it's, it I'll takes years I'll, of study. I'll watch. I'll watch. I'll watch. This is so, thugonomics, man. That's so great. So, nah, man. But, but, Steve, man, thanks a lot for coming on. We yes, hope you had a you, great man. time. Thank you for having me, man. It's good to talk to you, like, like-minded folks are well, man. Of course. <laughs> yes, sir. Basically, what, you, what you're saying is like Zack Snyder fans. Yeah. We get it. We get yeah, it. We get it. <laughs> That's the but The elevated being. Always, Zach always, and for, always and forever, hashtag release the Snyder Cut. And now, yep. hashtag release, release the, the air, air cut. cut. But thank you so much. Um, Put your, let the people know your Twitter handle, your Instagram Everything. handle, your video handle. Out. So on Twitter is at RetrogravePod. On Instagram, just look up Steve Cassandra. Oh, that's you? I didn't know that was you. <laughs> so there you go. That we've been we've been communicating this whole time. <laughs> and but if you want to like come to Vero, you know, I'm there. Yes. Vero, yes. Vero we gotta, is we gotta start getting best. Vero more love. Vero yeah. is the best. And, and, and yeah, it's really for, for like creators and actors yes, and exactly. photographers. Yeah, that's the place to go. So I agree. Too. Like they're doing stuff in podcast. Right? Yeah, I heard so, this. Yeah, stuff that's what we heard. So, like, yeah, that's what we're. From source and accomplish. <laughs> so yeah, we were supposed we were supposed to have the nice cast on here today. I forgot to tell you, uh, he got caught up being busy and you know all Hollywood. Uh, talking to Zach again, man. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's <laughs> always flexing. He's always flexing all. He's always flexing all his connections. Oh yeah, you know I could just call him up and he could just come up on the Zoom call. I heard that. We get, it. we get it, Karan. We get it. He's fishing with Ray. Get fishing. it. Oh, Ooh, on that note, sometimes oh, he does no. miss. Sometimes, sometimes he does he miss. miss. Oh, All right, uh, thank y'all so much right, for listening. Um, as always, peace and love.
Sí. All right. See ya.